we are back after man i think it was like a month right are it's we... been a it's been a way too many like delays and it's like yeah no i can't do it tonight no, sorry i can't do it tonight and now we were finally back i'm really really happy that we're back I, me too buddy yeah i missed you me yeah i missed you too man it's been so long so much just happens um yeah and then we're back with i think the, is this the 50th episode I don't keep track, man. I have no idea. Wait, hold on. Let me go on. I mean, I could just check by looking at the channel. It's been too long. That's all I know. It's been way too long. Like the 48th or something. Or like, the, let me see. You know, it's almost like we can do this later. You know, not on a yeah, okay. scheduled we're, time. <laughs> we're on the 48th episode. Nice. Okay. Nice. Um, that's pretty good. I'm happy with how many episodes we have. And yeah, this has been very fun. Um, yeah, you know, they just keep going up. Yeah. <laughs> like linear time. Yeah, who would have knew? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot has happened. I turned 21. Wait, when? In October. Are you... Do you feel different? Do you feel like life is slowly going to go downhill now? You think there's no purpose left? No, absolutely not. Actually, quite <laughs> quite the contrary. Um, yeah, I'm glad you found yourself being able to drink. And tobacco too, right? Oh, that's true. They did raise that age in Virginia. Yeah. yeah Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I got some cigars now. And it's great because I'm actually getting into them. Because before, like... God, you're, oh, no, you're going to get a cigar now. <laughs> well, yeah, I like cigars. I mean, God, did, I, swear. I find it annoying that Andrew Tate types like cigars, but I don't care. I enjoy them. So. They like everything pseudo classy. So, you know. Cigars are pretty classy. <laughs> though. That. Like they're, I guess. Um, but no, c- cigarettes, uh, I've tried them. They're terrible. Yeah, I can't stand this. I, I at least don't mind the smell of cigars, but cigarettes I can't stand. It's an instant headache. Yeah. Um, and there's that just drains your wallet. It's like yeah. how many a pack or some shit. Well, aren't cigars not expensive too? No, they are, but I don't get them all the time. Like I, I don't, I don't smoke a cigar every day. I'm, I'm saying like if you, if you buy a pack of cigarettes like every day. I know not everyone who's. I, could, <laughs> I know. I could just imagine you going home from after a long day, and you go in your little small ass room, and then you have your fucking humidor that's shoved in the corner by your bed, and you're like. I'm going to go relax on my man-made porch out in the back that looks the same as every other house. <laughs> no, our house doesn't even have a porch. Rip. No, Damn, you got a townhouse with no porch and no deck? That sucks. No, but we have... So it's on the end, right? So the wall, instead of it just being a wall, it has uh, windows, right? Which just really opens everything up and you get a really nice view. So... <laughs> No, it, it really makes up for it, because otherwise I would just feel really claustrophobic, and if there's just, like, another wall there, I would feel really weird. Well, I'm glad you don't feel claustrophobic. That's that's nice. Yeah. Um. No, I... Me and my buddy, we went to Old Town and spoke them on the bench. <laughs> Did you wear fedoras, too? Did you complete it? Um, not when I was smoking the cigar, no. Well... That's more than I would have pictured, so congratulations, Will. <laughs> no, I, I'll only wear a fedora, like, to church or something like that. Um, 
I guess that I guess it's an appropriate place to wear a fedora. Either that or right, or I guess like if I was gonna wear a hat casually, I wouldn't wear a fedora. I would wear like a. I'd wear like a Panamanian hat. They're basically identical. No, but that's like a lot. That's a lot more casual than a fedora. I I think at least. I guess, but in terms of form, they're very similar. Yeah, but very very specific type of dude wears those hats. Sure. Yeah, yeah atheists, and that pisses me off because they appropriated that. <laughs> they ruined the fedora. I know it's an it's annoying. <laughs> they ruined cigars. Yes. How it, do you go on living, bro? Yeah, and then like the communists ruined beards. Just, like I remember in the in the fifties and everything, people just like associated beards with communism, and I'm like, no, like. Co- it's not their thing. <laughs> like, I'm glad it's not the 50s. Yeah. For many reasons. Me, I mean, for different reasons than you, but yeah, me too. <laughs> oh um, yeah, so I'm also getting in more into alcohols, which is fun. Like what? Whiskeys? Scotches? Wines? Uh, Definitely wines and whiskeys. There's still this thing about whiskeys where it's just like it burns a little bit too much and it just feels like I'm killing myself when I'm drinking it. because um, you're supposed to sip and savor. Well, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> so my two favorites are definitely wine and rum. Rum is the best. Okay. I will defend that. Like mixing it with like in a cocktail or just sipping on it straight up? Um, I think Mixing it and just sipping it straight because it tastes the best out of all the liquors. Okay. Um, I do. I do like rum more than I like other liquors. But like I, because people, everyone that I works with, geez, I can't. Talk, everyone that I work with is into just these exotic boutique wines that you have to fucking do the Virginia ABC lottery just to get, and <laughs> they really all taste the fucking same. You can make that argument for wine, but. For some reason, I taste more subtleties in wine than I do in uh, whiskey. So, wine gets a little bit of a higher praise on that level. I just haven't tried enough whiskeys. Um, I've, I mean, I've, I've done, like, Jack Daniels and then Jim Beam. Like, those are the obvious ones. And then there's, like, that... I don't know what the brand is, but like, the Irish whiskey. But honestly, like, they, I, they... I'm sure over time the palate will change, but the, for now they just seem different. I mean, it was the same thing with wine for me, but now obviously I could taste the differences between them, and it's quite. I think an it's really difficult to find good whiskey. Most of it is kind of subpar. That's I think that's the problem because you're you're having easier time finding better wine than you would better whiskey. Yeah. Um, I must say though, I think the intoxication from wine is better than like any of the other ones it's very overlapping <laughs> yeah wine <laughs> wine drunk is a vibe i'm not gonna lie yeah exactly because and it's all and wine is also it has health benefits like it's and, and as far as alcohol goes it's like the least not bad for you <laughs> I, I i hate when people like when they use the health benefits for alcohol because obviously it's alcohol it fucks your brain up no matter how much you consume of it or how frequent but like the benefits is just from the fucking grapes. Like it's not from the fermentation of yeah, the grapes. Right. I it's, it's just it, from exactly, the fucking yeah. grapes. So just eat grapes if you want the health benefits of fucking wine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, just don't drink beer. What if you're whatever you're gonna drink, just don't drink beer. Beer is probably the worst you can drink. Is it? I'm I'm, I'm not disputing, but I just I'm just curious. Like, is it really? 
Yeah, because like obviously it's it's pretty much just liquid bread. So you're just That's drinking true. carbs. Yeah. You have to drink a shit ton of it just to feel something. Unless you're a lightweight, but I am a lightweight, so two beers and I feel slightly buzzed, I guess. And most of it, I just don't like the taste of beer in general. But um, yeah, it's as far as alcohol goes, like it really just it's just the worst thing you probably could drink. I like a beer with calorically wise or whatever. Sure, yeah. I like a beer when you're drinking like really indulgent food like when you're eating like a pizza or tacos that's what that pairs nicely with beer but um yeah more bread <laughs> is yeah it's just bread bread's good <laughs> i love who doesn't love bread <laughs> um you know i used to hate the taste of beer and then i kind of got into it a little bit because you can't throw a rock without hitting a fucking microbrewery around here um <laughs> but then now it just all just tastes like shit to me again i don't know why what um did you ever have a favorite one i did um i still kind of do like this taste but again i just the concept of drinking beer just doesn't excite me i'd rather drink something stronger and less of it and get more happier of a buzz because getting drunk off a beer is a weird vibe i don't know why it just for some reason it, it makes me the most sick out of all of them i very rarely get sick but if i drink a lot of beer i get sick beer vibe um, actually it just well because i think that they should that like every alcohol has its like own context um like wine for me is like sunday afternoon or something like it's just it's that stuff right it's that vibe but beer is like campfire with all the friends and you just drink them over time like i don't i I don't like i don't chug any alcohol and also i mean i don't get drunk really it's really just like a it's just that catholic buzz right but um yeah (laughs) Which is buzz, the Catholic buzz. Which is really yeah, which is really enjoyable. Um, but it, it's just, it's I don't know. It's something about the sitting on the campfire, drinking beers, and you just get into it. It's fun. <laughs> I guess it depends on who you're with. But to answer your question, I think my favorite beer um, is Vienna Lagers, and there is a Virginia one that's really good, Devil's Backbone. It's pretty popular, so I I like to drink that for a while. It was really? best on tap. And the can, it kind of sucked, but best on tap. <laughs> That's the meme. Everyone's, it's got to be on tap, bro. It's not like that for a lot of beers, but especially because most bars don't clean their fucking taps. So a lot of times they kind of taste like cleaner or it's just very sour. Um, but for ones that do, yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. When I, was in El Sal- when I was in El Salvador, I tried the Salvadoran beers and they're pretty good. What were the flavors like? What what were their profiles? I don't think I've ever had one. Um, it's hard to describe. They're they're like a um, you know, like Miller High Life. Okay. Yeah. It, it's like that kind of beer. Um, one of them was slightly different because th- there's three. One of them was slightly different than the other one. So it's Pilsner, which is the most famous one, which is a lager. Um, you mean Pilsner. Pilsner, yeah um well i uh, sorry because in in spanish they just say peace in there so i I just heard that and that's what i think of it as uh there's no one called golden and then there's uh suprema which is i, I think is the coolest name but suprema i yeah. drink that um golden was my girlfriend was explaining to me was like the more girly one and and pilsner is and supreme are like the manly ones apparently uh, 
Um, you know what's funny? I didn't know that back in the Roman times that beer was the feminine drink and wine was the masculine drink. I I can see that. Um, Which is crazy how times have changed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's always interesting to look back and see how, in, in the ancient world, how they viewed all these things. Um, yeah, and then... There's, have you heard of the Portuguese beer called Superbock? No, I'm not really a connoisseur of imported beer. I've always just drank like local craft stuff because I didn't like the taste of um, regular beer from mm. stores. Well, that beer is fantastic, and I would definitely recommend that. <laughs> just start a review channel. You ever see those channels of guys just that review alcohol? <laughs> they just sit down and just like fucking <laughs> just drink like these... <laughs> very asinine just weird niche alcoholic drinks and it's just it's just crazy because you're sitting there watching like you like regardless of the fact if you even have the same flavor profile it's just like you know what based off of his adjectives of this beer i'm gonna go try it <laughs> it's just <laughs> wild to me because i taste it like it tastes the fucking same they all taste like variations of each other yeah they're, they're not unique there's um <laughs> i don't know if he said this like it also applies to beer but roger scruton the british philosopher was talking about how a lot of the taste of wine comes from the name it has because like when you have all of these um people blindfolded with like a taste test of wine they end up liking the cheaper american wine right yeah but when they but of course when a wine has like some cool spanish name you're just gonna think that one's better just because that's just how your brain works um, yeah, the prestige definitely is there. The placebo of like if you, and this is true when you go to wineries because they always, always hint at you like this is the forefront flavor that you get. This is the kind of, you know, the remnants um, while you're drinking it. And then this is the aftertaste. And they always, you know, tell you what botanicals are in there, what barrel it's aged in, how long it's been aged, the the notes. If it's, is it fruity? Is it more dry? Is it sweet? Yeah. Like when you have that going into it, it's like you're forcing yourself to like hint out those flavors which i guess in itself is an experience because if you're just a blindfold and just drink it you know if you had to do it on your own without thinking about it you might not have tasted those flavors you know even subconsciously you banged it into your head before you you know took a sip so i well, guess yeah, there's something I, said about that yeah because i like how like when you see um chefs talking about the the materials they use and how they have to like heat the butter in the pan for like a certain amount of time and it brings out this flavor and that flavor like that's interesting to me because like i i don't care like when i cook my chicken or i cook my eggs i just just turn on the pan and like i don't really care but um yeah i don't have a trained palate yeah but rum is just just, i love rum (laughs) rum is king rum was the first alcohol that i tried um on my own that i really wanted because i like the idea of rum on paper (laughs) yeah on paper it's the best too yeah so i remember and i remember the first time i was so excited i uh i was i I had someone buy a bottle for me um and i I was doing research online i was picking out you know all the different types and all the flavors and which one i think i'd like and i picked the one i like the name of the history blah 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 and i got it and it fucking hated how it tasted (laughs) 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 <laughs> i was so disappointed um but i eventually did grow to like the flavor of rum especially like on cruise ships everyone will just throw you a jack and, or a rum and coke so yeah it's similar to and this goes for like pretty much all alcohols 
it just it grows on you in the way that like a you know like when you're a kid and you try coffee or tea you're like ew, ew. like you want something with like just all the sugar and all that stuff but when then yeah when you actually get to just taste the the liquid as it is with no added bullshit like it's 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 nice and it's um it's just it's cool to get to like be getting in, into all that stuff um i remember i i my birthday i i had i bought my first alcohol <laughs> what'd you buy i bought malibu that's not even like <laughs> that's like white girl party rum it's not even real rum well i've had other rums <laughs> i i just happen to like the taste of it um i mean it doesn't taste bad it's also not really that strong too so you have to drink a lot of it well i don't i don't need that um I got that. I drink for the flavor kind of dudes. It's very noble. Not always. Um, I like Bacardi. And then there's okay. I. I got a really cool Guatemalan rum, in El Salvador, which I think is actually better than all the other ones I've tried. Um, and then I got the Bailey's Irish Cream, which is always excellent. So you're allowed to bring that back on the plane? Yeah, I mean, if if as long as it's in a, they don't care. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. I always thought it was such a hassle to bring back alcohol on the plane from countries, but I guess they're starting to loose restrictions, or I don't know. I remember we were trying to get a bottle of something when we went to Italy, and it was going to be a problem that we couldn't take back on the plane, so but yeah. I don't know. My, yeah, because I, I, I asked my mom if like it was something, if, like if you were able to do that, and she said when she went to Europe, she brought something back, but then uh, it broke in the bag and everything like, oh no yeah so i had to put a bunch of like cushioning with my clothes and everything and i was so worried it was gonna yeah. but it wasn't it was great so now i have my botran guatemalan rum and it's it's excellent cool that shit was only eight dollars <laughs> wait you said that you could bring on that checked like you check it in yeah and then they put it in like this not a carry-on no carry-on i don't think well, as long as you buy it in the airport, you know, like... When, when, well, that's what I was thinking because, like, I know they have, the liquids have to be under a certain amount of ounces. That's why I was curious about them. But I guess it doesn't matter if you check it. I don't I don't really... I'm not a guy that brings... I know... Dude, when I was taking my concealed class, there was always people like, all right, this is what you're supposed to do if you take a, you know, a gun through the airport or ammo through the airport. It's like, I didn't even know you could fucking check firearms at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like, I'm not that guy that brings a bunch of shit with me. I just walk in with my carry-on bag, and I'm good to go. I don't even check a bag on the fucking plane. Oh, really? Wow, okay. Yeah, I've always, I've always, besides going to Europe, I've always been able to just get everything in a small suitcase I can put in the overhead, I, which is nice. I always bring, like, so I have my suitcase with all my clothes, and then I put, I just have, like, a backpack with my headphones and books and all that stuff to yeah. as my carry-on but i know as long as like there's liquor stores that you can access after all of the security um and it's like you can buy it there and bring it on the plane but you can't bring, bring yeah that i knew i just right you can't bring anything the, from outside yeah okay unless yeah well, that's good you're able to bring it back <clears throat> yeah no um there was some more stuff but my girlfriend was like come on like, you don't want to buy like do like you, you don't want all this stuff in your suitcase. I was like, all right, fine. Um, 
I think yeah, don't be that guy. Yeah, <laughs> don't be the type of guy to bring back five different rums from El Salvador. <laughs> got some bananas, got some papayas. <laughs> yeah, and then I got stop by customs. Right. Um. <laughs> Man, uh, tequila. I think is. So I I'm like generally speaking, I've discovered I'm pretty heavyweight. Like alcohol doesn't. It takes a long time for it to you know like where i'm actually genuinely affected right um in like a noticeable way but tequila is like potent that's like the the monster energy drink of alcohol (laughs) yeah you'll do some really dumb shit getting to tequila oh no tequila drunk tequila is is (laughs) fight your girlfriend text your ex (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah right right uh tequila tequila is the bang energy drink of alcohol yeah i do like the taste of tequila it's very strong just like in the way that Did ever... like i don't like that vodka or tequila kind of taste Ugh. i hate vodka vodka fucking sucks Did ever tell the story about how when i was on a cruise ship and i didn't do a tequila shot properly and this dude was screaming at me in norwegian did i ever tell that story on you? i think so that was like Damn. the cruise where you were going to Italy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'll never forget that. It's just like, but like, how did you do the it? Dude cared I... so much about how I didn't do the shot right and bought me another one, which was really funny. Like, what did you do that made that constituted I just didn't being chase right? it with the lime. I, I didn't chase it with the lime. That's all I did. Like, what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> like, you do the shot and then you, like, suck on a lime wedge and then lick the salt or some shit. Really? Yeah, and then I didn't do that, and the dude got so fucking mad, he bought me another one, like, demanded that I, I... I couldn't understand a fucking word he was saying, I just understood that he wanted me to do it again, and it wasn't satisfied until I ate the lime. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, but it's so nice being able to get the wine vibe, the beer vibe, the rum vibe, and the cigar vibe. Nothing. Yeah, you are reaching a level of insufferable I didn't think possible. Nothing. <laughs> nothing beats the rum cigar combo. That's like unbeatable. You mean like holding your rocks glass in one hand, your fucking cigar through your fingers, and you're gonna take a sip and smoke like you're Ron White? It doesn't have <laughs> to be in that specific way necessarily, but it's just like the, in terms of just the sensual experience, it's it's nice. Yeah, I mean, you can you can argue about the order, you know, what's going to give you throat cancer first <laughs> if it amplifies right. each other, but you never right, know. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is going to make you uh, more insufferable first. <laughs> Just don't drink really hot drinks, and I think you'll be fine. Hot alcoholic drinks? No, hot drinks in general because your throat gets just molested over the years and then, you know, develops a tumor or something. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, hot drinks does it. It's the that and eating someone out with a STD leading cause of throat cancer. That um, is understandable, but I didn't know that about hot water. Well, it's just the fact that you keep burning your throat and it has to keep healing itself. Like it's just the, well, the extended trauma throughout the years. Like how hot does it have to be though? Like you burn your th- like you ever burned your tongue, your throat, and like you feel it lasting. Yes. After like that, I would imagine for years. 
Oh, well, as long as you know, smoking cigars, eating pussy of everyone in your city, and then drinking. Right. So it's it's a very like extreme <laughs> thing. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think it's about time. We talked about the recommendation. Um, Holy fuck! I forgot we even watched that movie. That was so long. Do you remember it? <laughs> I mean, vaguely enough to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. I, I do everything half baked anyway, so might as well keep the train rolling. True. Um, so Jason and I watched Bong Joon Ho's Mother from Mother. Let me see, two thousand nine. Yes, so it's a South Korean film about a a single mother who is raising a son with autism who is accused of murdering this girl, and she's trying to prove him innocent. Um, And it's it's extremely difficult because he has autism, right? Um, So. Understatement. Right, so that's the general premise. What did you think of Mother? I think, uh, firstly, I think it's a great movie. I think out of all the Korean films I've watched, it's probably my least favorite because it's a little bit slower. Mm. And also, a lot of the, like, it was a, most of them have a humor to them that's, like, you would find it really funny if you were Korean, but I still could understand that the humor was different, but I did find some of it funny. But the humor in this movie, I think, was a little bit more, um, not cerebral in the sense of I didn't understand what was happening just because I don't have the cultural context it wasn't as funny to me and they were really trying hard to make this movie funny um so I think that was kind of lost on me I did like the story though the story was good um and visually I don't know what nothing was really visually striking to me in this movie for some reason I didn't like the way it was shot I like the way it was shot um I, I think his other movies are shot better Obviously, like, Snowpiercer, have you ever heard of that one? No. That's one of his only English-language movies he's made. Um, And then, obviously, Parasite, I think, looks amazing. I love the way that film shot. Parasite looks great. I do like Parasite. Right. You, get, but, you definitely get the mood and themes from the way that it's shot. Right, the colors and everything. Um, yeah. But I still like it. So, with the color palette they have and everything, that works really well in Alfonso Cuaron's universes because... He has like a very realistic style and it almost feels like you're just you're just in real life. Whereas this one, I mean, it still feels like it, it's real, but it's still shot as if it was like a movie. Um, and that color palette just doesn't always. I mean, like, like I said, as far as like movie goes, this is sh- shot better than like most like terrible movies that come out now. Um but yeah yeah it's definitely not oversaturated i do agree it's it's more natural i just for some reason like it lacks something i i couldn't tell i'm not you know i'm not technical in this field so i don't i i guess i didn't just miss something i I actually i must say i love the way the film the shots looked when mother was on you know when she was in that kind of autumny forest and then she just starts dancing and it was really kind of we didn't know what was going on I thought it was a field or whatever was it not a field or yeah she was the field that was coming out of the forest or sorry i got confused yeah that i thought that looked beautiful yeah they look very indie sunny happiest with an undertone of dismay yes exactly it's very <laughs> like fall vibe 
Yeah. Um, so I, that part, yeah, I could, I could see the art in that shot. Right. Um, but yeah, his like, what was the other one? That, uh, just the um, the we talked about it. The host. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yes. So you liked this one the least out of all the Korean movies you've seen? I think so. Like I said, I I think the it didn't need to be as long as it was, and like the a lot of the humor was kind of just it wasn't as funny as some of the other ones. Really, I thought it was funny. No, it was funny, but like it wasn't like most of it was ironically funny. I think, <laughs> which isn't a problem. I'm not. I don't really care about distinctions between that. I just think it's interesting that sometimes it's not intended to it just is and then the parts where it was really trying to be funny it just kind of like it, it's it made me feel like if i didn't laugh at it that i was an asshole <laughs> you know what i mean really i didn't get that vibe at all i thought there's a lot there's a lot of points where know. it was like genuinely funny when like she's going to see the lawyer and he's just like with all the hookers and all that that was a great scene. that was that, awesome that was probably the best scene in the whole movie that and then i, I guess like you're saying like when his like fake friend is like making fun of him and taking advantage of his autism to like say like yeah, stupid like, shit to it. yeah i guess that was a little bit like, worse yeah. that part like it was funny but it wasn't like i don't know like i said i feel like i'd find it a lot funnier if i was actually korean although i am curious to learn if people that you know like would find this movie like people in korea would find this movie really funny or if they just think it was stupid that's what i'm curious to know right right because um, I feel like their humor is intentionally stupid to be funny, ironically. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's a different kind of humor, which I always like to see. Yeah. But what this movie does so well and what this what this director, like what all of his movies do so well is like he can balance so many different tones and moods and he can like switch right back before like all the time and you don't even notice and it blends all together and it's incredible how he can he can go from like the funniest scene like parasite i think is his best example where he goes from like this fun, like the hilarious scene and then the next moment it's like terrifying it's it's really in- interesting how it's done yeah and that's that's the thing i think is i i appreciate that part of it because it's it's not something that's common in western movies and so i feel like a lot of people like that's the hardest thing to get into is the constant mood switching because like i said everything is over sensationalized so they have to just hammer home some sort of moot point but i do like the fact that korean films seem to be more freeform in that way they can just kind of show you whatever scene and whatever impact that needs to happen you will feel it yeah and the the latin movies i think are good at that too yeah those definitely have a lot more uh (laughs) dramatic situational or more situational irony that makes them fun and also really dark yeah but really just the the mood swings because honestly i mean that's real life you could have some some hilarious thing and then oh this happens and then, yeah oh well, i know you're sitting there having a good time laughing at somebody then one thing happens boom dread you're like oh fuck <laughs> right um now what did you think of the characters um i liked the the guy that played um because it's been so long since i've seen this i don't know anyone's fucking name the the dude that goes around interrogating everyone trying to figure out um where this girl's phone was or what happened to her oh the vigilante guy 
Yeah, I liked his character a lot. What's the thing? I don't I don't um, remember like because with like half like Korean names, I'm like, wait, what? What? Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> right. Even when it's fresh in my mind, I have to fucking look it up. But yeah, I don't remember his name. Um, I liked his character. I didn't like the mother character. Yeah. I, like, she was the focal point of the story, and, like, I, I was trying my best, but, like, I just couldn't get into, like, her... I don't know. Yeah, I understood her, um, the how she's, like, mentally unstable. And, I mean, I you can completely understand her situation. Definitely was a good... Like, whoever played her did a really good job portraying that, too. It wasn't, like, a... I feel like sometimes it's hard for watching when you watch foreign films trying to really get into the like the mind or get into the feelings of the character but I think she did a good job I just didn't like how she was written like I don't like that style of character right like that um like that I don't know if there's a way to describe that kind of like mother character you know in Stranger Things the mom is like that too yeah i but although she's i like her more but it's that similar like i i don't exactly like those kind of characters i have never really like resonated with me very much i think it's the fact that um like in the korean and in a mother she just kind of she was too, and I hate. I actually didn't like this about the the. I don't remember the mother's name in Stranger Things either. Like just like the, the amount of like worry and anxiety every fucking scene was just too much. Right. Exactly. Like I hate the anxious mother character. That's oh, right. I think that's what I didn't like about specifically. Well, yeah, it's the exactly it's the anxious mother character. <laughs> yeah, because like I think they're both introspective and like like you know it's cool watching them figure shit out that no one else can figure out that's all well and good but like just the actual personality of them is just kind of it kind of it's kind of grating to watch after like the first hour all right because those people in real life i'm sure they also would not be a not very be like pleasant insufferable right. yeah you would not want to talk to them for more than five it wouldn't minutes. be pleasant to be around exactly um you'd be like oh that sucks and then move on right thoughts and prayers bitch like uh, right um <laughs> I thought the scene where she murders that guy who she thought actually did it, the the who actually killed the girl, that was it gave me chills. Just in the way that the like the violence in Parasite also gave me chills. That's a true motherly love right there. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought she killed him because he had some evidence that it was actually her son that did it, and so she killed him because he was going to call the police and like add that as further evidence. Yeah, well, so I mean, he just explained the story and then it was showing it from I mean, I guess like initially we were led to be like we were led to believe that it was his perspective, but then the the more like I, I thought about it, I kind of perceived it as okay, maybe this actually how is how it was and then because we'd only heard the story technically from the the uh, the autistic son's perspective so i guess of course i guess not of course but he's 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 probably gonna not ex- get it 100 percent right i don't know or well that was the whole point like they like the whole time you're thinking there was someone else that killed this girl and then framed the autistic kid and then 
it eventually comes to find out that through this guy's perspective, even though he was led to be the murderer for the first portion of our time meeting him on screen, it was actually her son that still did the crime. And then he got murdered because he realized that. And then she wanted to keep that a secret because she wanted her son to be free and not go back to prison. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's it, the way um, the, the mystery unfolds is really exciting. I love when he has that, he thinks back to that night and then he, he sees like for like a split second you could see that guy in the 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 window I that was that was awesome yeah. and then he remembers it that was yeah. so well done it's really really suspenseful and creepy and like i said so many different things blended and it works yeah i, I really did like the story i did that was a good story yeah and I, I just, I just always love the Korean vibe. There's a yeah, I, I do like Korean. I like, I like how they tell stories. I like the, the crazy shit that they think of. And I like the, how unnatural, their conversations would be if it were in America. Like that part's always cool to watch. Like really good actors relay insane scenes that you'd never think of or like dialogue you'd never think of, which is really right. cool. Because I feel like most movies now are predictable. Like you can pretty much guess the motives if not down to the fucking words that they say before they say them. And like, it's just, it's all predictable now. So I can, I think that's why it's just a great breath of fresh air. Yeah. They had that. I forgot what channel it was. Like it was like, she would put things and like a spin the wheel. And it's like, write a fake script for a, and it was like a blank, a Pixar movie about blank. And then he could just instantly come up with like the fake script that totally would have been written if this was, actually made there was like a marvel yeah. movie about this or something <laughs> um yeah because now like you, you know the meme for for like marvel fans is like i saw the the good guys beat the bad guys for the forty thousand time or <laughs> sick like now with shittier cgi yeah no that's a big that's a something i've noticed it looks terrible it's because everything Disney touches, they fucking just water down and cut, you know, cut costs to <laughs> make budgets. <laughs> just fucking. Oh yeah, I mean they're just riding the success from the '90s. That's like the only reason why they yeah. have money. They finally bought Hulu. You know, there's I don't think there's any more avenues left to own. So Hulu was, I think, the last piece. Did they probably Netflix? Did they ever buy Fox? Or I don't fucking know. Oh no no. If they didn't, it's coming. Oh no! Soon. They bought Fox, but they. Di- I think the last big studio they don't have is. Um, what's what is it? Um, Universal. They don't have Universal. Yeah. Um. But that's good. If 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 they have that, then it's done. They have everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've been catching so much shit lately for everything. Yeah, no one likes them. <laughs> Like, like literally don't... no one likes them anymore. And like we don't even have to go into this. I just think it's funny how everyone's arguing about the race switching of characters. Like Disney could still write a good story no matter the race of the character anymore. Like it doesn't even fucking matter who they replace it with. It's just not good written or not well written stories. So Yeah, well for me, like for like the race switching, I'm like, if you're gonna write a good black character, then just make a new character. Like why do you need to take an old character and just switch the race? That's just that's lazy. 
I think it, it's only lazy because it's just a shitty written story. Like, I could give a fuck if Snow White is black or Asian or white. I don't care. But the fact that they just made it a shittier story is just wild to me. And then everyone uses that as an excuse. But, again, <laughs> it's just like, I don't care who the race is, just write better fucking stories. doesn't matter. You can have all the representation you want. I don't care who you represent, any fucking remote Pacific Island I don't care. Like, just make it a good story. Um, because there's good actors of every fucking race. That's the thing. Oh, no, that's 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 true. They choose to find shitty ones. That's true. But like, I just think like if you want to do rep, like I'm not, like I said, there's nothing wrong with like representation. It's just I don't understand why you have to take stories that are like white, quote unquote, and then just like just why can't you tell story? Like I actually appreciated even if the movie was terrible, the the Woman King. At least that was telling a, like a like an African story that's something like unique to that culture whereas like why do you have to take like 18th century England and like make it black that's that's just retarded I think they just want to push people's buttons they just they're of the opinion that you know all press is good press we're gonna do something controversial so more people talk about it because if they didn't have that to you know to ride on the coattails no one would fucking like watch it I mean it's already unwatchable as it is so they have to add some sort of controversy because even people that hate it will have to check it out to fucking commentate on it. Or, so r- right. I think that's probably why they pander and do all that shit because they just, they're losing their grip on society so they have to do wild shit for people to talk to them again. So I think the fucking Chris Rock slap thing was fake because who fuck who the fuck watches the Grammys or whatever the fuck that was? And yeah, I, don't, you, I don't even know what the, it was. The Oscars, but like... I don't know. Oscars, You yeah. still have to have a cable TV subscription to watch it. Like, you can't watch it on any other platform. So who the fuck is going to watch this? I guarantee they just did it so people would watch something next year hoping another wild thing will happen because I, I guarantee you more people watch the fucking replay, you know, minutes after it happened than them watching it live. Like the replay of the slap? Yeah. yeah. And people are like, oh, I guess I'll watch the Oscars next year. So, like, they're just prepping up for it. But the, and people are going to fucking forget because no one ever holds on to anything like that more than a couple weeks. Oh yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just, it's just they're just a washed up, past the prime, refuse to like move on, desperate yeah. for attention. It's cringe. Uh, I know I've, I've ballooned this horse to death, but I, I fucking I hate how we're back to paying for packages again. Like we've come full circle. So now shit's more expensive and there's more ads. Like we're watching cable again. Like I. I will not stop harping on this point. Like I, I'm so disappointed with how society has progressed to this medium. <laughs> like I, I can't, I can't help it. Like it's, it pisses me off every time I think about it. I'm on, un- I'm honestly <laughs> indifferent to that. I, I should be, but the fact that like every time I want to watch something, like oh, what fucking dumbass service do I have to download and pay seven dollars a month for? If I'm lucky to even get a fucking, you know trial period where i don't even have to spend it i'll just and then i'll forget to cancel it and then like oh fuck i guess i'll keep it and have to watch this shitty stuff on here for a month and it's just like you know what i'll forget about it entirely so now i'm paying like 60 dollars and shit i don't even watch every month that i actually do agree with you how like every single not you per se but how a lot of people are like this where it's like every single show they like is on like 17 different streaming services so they yeah, so they have to like pay the bill and then it adds up to like more than what a cable bill was. 
Yeah, which is my fault. I mean, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to take the time. I just haven't had the chance. Well, not that I've had that chance. I just haven't thought about it. I'm going to fucking, after this podcast, look at all my shit. I'm going to cancel most of it. (laughs) Yeah, I had to do that. I had to go through like every other like forgotten subscription. Because that shit bites you. All those forgotten subscriptions and like everything. Yeah. But you waste so much money on that. You don't even realize. And I don't watch half of it. Like I watch maybe, like I'll, I'll interchange between Hulu and Netflix and maybe Discovery because my fucking I like watching shitty 90 Day Fiance, which you're eventually gonna be, you know, ending up on. So I'm just counting the days until you go on that show. <laughs> right. That's on Discovery Channel. I it's it's multiple places. It's just cheaper on Discovery because I think oh, on Hulu yeah. you have to pay like the fucking Hulu TV, which is like seventy dollars a goddamn month. For, like no, no thank you. And still with fucking ads too. So it's like, what are we doing, guys? <laughs> Um, and then Netflix is gonna have ads soon. Oh, like they are they actually? For what over that's fucking thirteen that's years? That's so nice whatever. about Netflix. That's just, no. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, but me. I mean, I don't. I don't even pay for it. So like, when I live on my own, I'm, I wouldn't. I would honestly be fine with just not having any of it. Like I just, I just, we have Netflix and Prime, and that's it. And we get enough stuff from that. So I don't know how much is that a month. Like I don't know what the. Like I said, I don't pay for it. I don't know what the prices are but i should know and that's why i'm gonna look at it relatively soon by itself <laughs> right like they add it by like whatever kind of value over time and then it goes <laughs> whatever it's like they won't stop until they start lighting up the night sky with advertisements and then we start fucking shooting like i don't know what they want like they just want to eventually make life more shittier to where we just are not content with watching our ad ridden fucking 20 a month subscriptions um, do you know Red Letter Media? I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. They were totally, like, they did a whole comedy skit where, like, they were, so, so, like, they're, they're movie critics, right? But they totally, they, like, looked down upon the, like, fanboy, like, pop culture kind of, like, news, like, um... You know, like 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 the endless, like pointless speculating kind of stuff. Like, what color would would Darth Vader's helmet be? And and the next episode of Star Wars, like that, they make fun of that all the time. Um, yeah. Even like they like Star Wars, but they they just think that that whole culture is just like atrocious. Uh, and they they were they were making fun of like the, the 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 new like streaming service everything like what we're talking about. And then they were doing a skit where it's like, hey, it looks like Disney's. Uh, they're um they're coming out with their new Disney, uh, gas and grocery subscription. <laughs> so, and it's like cause now Disney employs m- more people than the federal government, and now they're seizing all like like gas and 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 grocery assets. And it's like wait, so I have to buy a subscription to to buy groceries? And it's like yeah, for only um you know, for a sm- small fee of like a two hundred dollars a month. But hey. You, you you get your gas and you have to like scan your card every time you want to get gas and <laughs> yeah dude that is the fear that we're just gonna live in a subscription based world it's with all the all the rednecks are paranoid about you'll own nothing and be happy they always repeat that because some European dick said it so I guess it's gonna be our future pretty soon you're not gonna own anything you're gonna rent all of it it can be taken away at a moment's notice for anything yeah there's the so. heavy it's looking like we're going in that direction. You Have I know. showed you the meme where it it's like Peter Griffin in the electric chair, and it's like me in the future when 
I was happy from not owning it. <laughs> I'm sure. I, I, I've i become so numb to fucking everything. Like, shit I've looked at five minutes ago, I've already dumped out of my brain. Really? So it's like, I, I've gotten to this existential point where I just, there's nothing really to be excited about. So I have to force myself to be excited about things. And then it just goes away instantaneously when I attain them. So, you know. Yeah, I... I think I've I've reached peak like cynicism. Really? <laughs> I'm um. Well, I mean, I, I'm cynical of like all that shit, but like, I, I mean, I, I've stopped watching a lot of TV shows for a long time. Like I I watch Narcos like an episode every like couple weeks or something like that, and it's really good. Um, but even like with YouTube, you know, like when you get in the whole youtube mode and then you just want to like look at debates and like this person's take on this and that and everything and it's just like it's gotten to the point where i'm like yeah like most of these people just rehash the same thing like not to say that they don't have good takes or good points but they really just they just rehash the same point and it just it it just it's just gotten boring and i'm like yeah you know what like this was fun while it lasted but i don't need it anymore you know and it's and it's great that it's that i've recognized that it's just a nice feeling of I never thought I would say like, yeah, I'm fulfilled from, from YouTube, you know, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I don't even look at that shit anymore. I don't watch people doing debates. I don't care about social issues. Like I, I'm so disconnected from modern day life and how everyone seems to be, you know, put all these importances where none need to be. So I don't know. I just, every time I see people arguing about shit, they actually can't do anything about it. Just it's, <laughs> my apathy is just growing. Like I just, it's really hard to continue to care about all of these problems. Like, right, right. It's, fucking... it's so much shit. You just, you can't keep it all together. You can't. The toilet's only so big. Yeah. And it's just like, I've, I'm, I go through these bouts of being severely overstimulated and I feel like I have to, con- I have to know what's going on with everything every second. So I'm, you know, up at three o'clock in the morning browsing through shit before I lose my mind. Cause I feel like I'm, you know, losing my grip on reality, but then I actually go and look for these things. And it's just, this is not even productive. Like, obviously it's not productive, but it's just like, there's no reason to learn this. It'll just make you dumber. And like, even with political shit, like all the shit that's going on with Israel and Palestine right now, it's just like, even then it's hard to care because no one has a fucking solution. There's no, there's gonna be no good solution that comes out of this. It's just people, the shit's gonna yeah, happen. Exactly. People are gonna argue about it and then they're gonna forget. Exactly, like, yeah. That's it, until the end of time. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of listening to people say shit without a better solution. There is no better solution. Yeah, like, it, no, I, I, I totally agree with you. Like, I remember my, one of my Muslim friends was just being really disrespectful to me about this. And I, I wasn't even really bringing this up. Because I just, I don't even want to talk about that issue because there's no way in hell I'm going to convince my Muslim friend that, like, the state of Israel is good. Like, that's never going to happen, right? So I, 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 he brought it up. So he's like, hey, what do you think about the conflict? I'm like, yeah, you know, like, I, I just don't, I would just rather talk about other things. And he's like, well, you see, it actually is, Israel is the oppressor. I'm like, dude, I literally said it, I don't want to talk about this. And he's done it, like, multiple times. And it's, I, I'm just like, okay. I am not from Israel and you are not from Palestine. Like we're both here. Yeah. Can we just like not care? I know there's like the, the religious thing, but like ultimately we're not part of those two nations. <laughs> 
my thing is like, yeah, we don't have the context because you none know, of there, but some people are, some people have families on, you know, both sides of the conflict. And that's always my main point. No one fucking wins. No, no side wins. Like it's always the civilians of these countries that fucking struggle. And like I said, we can argue back and forth all day. The fucking never, the reality doesn't change. Like all these protests and all this shit, all this money that's probably going to be donated. It's not going to do fucking shit. It's just going to keep getting worse around the globe and no one seems to have a suitable long-term fix for it so we're just gonna do this until we eventually kill each other all of us until we extinct each other on the planet like it's this is just our this is our end times like this is the best we can do as a society we can't grow any more understanding or innovation we're just gonna fucking continue to just you know kill each other it's just this is just inevitable like just fucking hurry and speed it up because i'm tired of listening like i'm tired of listening to people pretend to care about it i really am <laughs> That's postmodernism, man. Like, just like, the... I'm sound unhinged right now because, like, I'm just, I'm feeling it. I just, I'm, I'm at my wit's end. Yeah, that's what, like, I, I remember, like, he asked me, he was like, so what do you think of the conflict? And I was like, well, I'd rather not talk about it. This is a different friend, actually. And then, and then he's like, well, like, isn't it obvious that Israel is the oppressor? And I'm like, nah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's pretty complicated. It's just, it's really sad for, like, for, like, both like right exactly and i said ultimately literally right and i told him i was like ultimately i just because i'm a christian i would rather i would just prefer it to be i mean it's a dream but i I know it's not gonna happen but i would just rather it be under christian hands um and that's just like i think is a fair take but then he just goes on the rant again and it just made me annoyed because i'm like this like (laughs) yeah dude I'm glad I don't have friends that just like whenever some bullshit happens, they just text me like, "What do you think about this?" Like, how many friends do you have that are like that? I would lose my mind. Like, I would just. This was really only a. This was really <laughs> only a unique situation. This doesn't. Maybe like there, I mean, there's been times where people get mad at me because like I posted something on Snapchat or something, but I like literally didn't say anything to him, and then he just like texts me. I, but yeah, you tell me you get into these like debates or these quasi discussions with your friends like every time some things happen. Like I'm glad like my parents are the only people that like get political about shit, but I don't have to see them that often. Like my girlfriend doesn't give a fuck. So it's like every time something happens, she doesn't have to like, hey, can we talk about this? Or what do you think the implications of this are? Like I'm glad I don't have to like deal with people that just require those discussions to make themselves feel better. Like I, I really, I'm glad I'm around people that can give a fuck. It's not, no, <laughs> typically when I'm in debates with people, people like I've, I've talked to you about like the religious debates those mostly just come out of us like just having a regular conversation and it's natural it's not like i walk to him and i'm like have you ever considered catholicism or he comes up to me like have you ever considered islam like that that's not how we start the conversation like we're just, we're buddies you know um i mean it just comes out naturally because islam is a big part of their lives and catholicism is a big part of my life right um but no, like most politics is just like, I don't really talk about that anymore because like what I've real I mean, I, I used to, right. But like the more I realize it's just like, like they're literally just like two forms of boomerism. <laughs> like literally they're like, yeah. there's no, like, <laughs> not like, like, like you said, like neither one works, honestly. I just have yet to hear an actual good idea that like nothing like and people get mad about it. It's like, well, it's a complex issue. It's, it's like it's it's complex in the fact that it won't be solved. 
Like it could be a simple solution to solve it. It's just not going to happen because there's too much money and there's too much influence from other outside sources at play. That's why it's complicated. Yeah, it's just it's just hard. Like, yeah. You can blame like, you can blame whatever side, right? It's easy to fucking make everything black and white, but the fact that the solutions aren't simple is why it's complicated. Like and people like can pretend all they want, how much they care, and how they're so empathetic to people dying around the planet and all these injustices that happen, but they don't do anything to stop it. Yeah. And they even the people that are on the front lines that try to actually like, you know, pick up a gun and defend whatever the fuck or actually like are there doing like, you know, consequential shit, it still is not gonna fucking solve it. It's nothing will fucking solve this. Ever. Well yeah, because it's all just it's no Jesus, like I've talked about. One side's gonna win, one side's gonna lose, and people are gonna argue about what side is the right one. So it's just like there is no amicable discussion to be held. And that's why it's just such a stupid thing to argue about because for the most part, I would say 99% of people have no influence and won't even do anything, period, besides complaining about it online. So I, it's just, I'm just tired of hearing it. It's, it just really grates on yeah. me. Yeah, well, I mean, politics, like, it naturally does come up in conversations I have just because, I mean, like, humans are political creatures, right? Um but typically, so, like, if, if I do actually end up getting into an argument, like, I don't use, e- even if, like, my values, because I'm a Catholic, right, tend to align with certain values on the political right, I never really argue, like, as a, you know, like I've talked about this, I never argue as, like, a quote-unquote conservative, where, where like, like, you know, capitalism is, like, the ultimate good. I'm like, no, I don't agree with that at all. And, like, and, and if I'm in a debate with a leftist, where I mean I despise all of their views, right? Not because I'm a capitalist, but because I'm a Catholic, right? Like I I believe in God and all these things. Um, they always try to like dock me with like the, well like the the conservatives are actually, and I'm like yeah, I agree with you. Like and <laughs> it's just because pe- people I don't get where people lost this ability to just like I don't I don't know where this shift happens where everyone just they can't like just argue like a human being they have to choose some arbitrary side that doesn't give a fuck about them like that's what i don't i've never understood well, it's, it's it's false like, dichotomies we're like not the, like most people yeah. cannot fathom the idea that they think in a paradigm right whereas like most people just think they're like neutral people that they come up with these ideas on their own like no like no you t- like, t- like i don't care how yeah. much you think you did you didn't like we all think in paradigms we all have dogmas like don't try to say you're beyond that like if you think that then that's the dogma and framework you're working with right so that's yeah and that right. that, that sort of hubris is hard to admit to that, that that's a, that part took me a while to come to realization that the stuff that i'm thinking probably isn't original right it's like that it's takes very, a very exactly hard yeah. look at yourself to realize that. right um so that's why <laughs> right now Right, so that's why whenever whenever I'm actually in a debate, whether it's formal or informal, it's always like I always just attack at the paradigm level. Like I never, like like um, because like I I did, like we had to do debates in high school, right? Um, but what I've learned like personally is like, if you want to convince someone about something or whatever it is or beat them in a debate, you never, never concede their morality you never want to be cucked by their paradigm because like like it's like in, in debates with god like with god's existence right they'll always pull stuff out like um 
well, like, like God is, is evil. He did all these evil things. Instead of trying to, like, for two hours trying to explain to people that, no, they were actually good things, what you can do is just ask them, well, like, what's evil, right? Because that'll make them question their, their assumptions and their paradigm, right? And that come, that, that, that applies yeah. to, like, almost anything. I mean, it's, it's in some ways, it's kind of harder to do that with um, with certain other Christian denominations because, right, we both agree that God is good, right? So then it, it can be a little bit harder to explain, well, what specifically is the good and the, and, and, and stuff like that, right? Um, but it's just, when I, the, what, the second I realized that, that it's just it's it's about paradigms and the, the, the paradigm level and 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 presuppositions it just made me realize like how simple things are honestly like things aren't that complicated people complicate the shit out of things you know and they always try to say oh well it's more complicated that or it's not black and white well it's like in really in reality it's pretty concrete you know um i mean obviously because we're humans and we're imperfect and like we're fallen right that's why we so, you know, like the Tower of Babel, like we split up, right? And we're going to have all these different, like whatever. But in reality, it's just, it, it, it's pretty simple, the truth. I just don't think it's useful to have those types of debates because at the end of the day, not only did, you know, two people not come to an understanding, they're going to go back to thinking what they thought before the debate happened. Like it, there is no concrete solutions to it. And, and again, like that's why I just I'm so apathetic when people argue back and forth about all of this is because like I I used to think that it was good to hear out everyone's side and like you need dissenting opinion. But I'm more of like if there's no direct results that come from any sort of discussion, it's you know, it's better better to have not been said, I think, from both sides in the first place, because it's just blown air, just fucking hawking steam. And then we're back to square one again. The people that actually figure shit out and innovate and actually have concrete fixes for things usually get pushed under the bus or their shit never gets funded or they get like so red taped that they just give up. And so like it's clearly not what solves things. So if you don't have the right amount of influence and just the right amount of money at the right amount of time, like your words mean nothing. No one's a fucking revolutionary like people like oh look at what all these protests solved in the past like shit's more like overt now than it was covert like you really have no rights your fucking your you know your consent in our governing process means nothing you are at the fucking mercy of whoever decides to you know buy stocks that day at whatever particular issue we're still like even the, and this is the most political I'll get right now the people that voted for Biden and I don't think Trump would do any different like they I, I don't want to hear people talk about you need to participate in voting every and i don't believe this logic i'm just going to use their logic so everyone that voted for biden you fucking voted for this shit if you think israel is you know this bad oppressive force then we're giving them billions of dollars and we've given them so many weapons sold them so many weapons like they fucking own us and you voted for it if you want to see it as that logic so I think the people that didn't vote are the only ones that really have a right to say anything about this conflict because they did not vote this shit into power. Like I said, I don't think Trump would be any different. I think he would do the same thing because, like I said, Israel fucking owns us. So there you go. There's your there's your insight for the fucking year. Yeah, no, um, like that was that that was good. That was a good take. So that's not like why <laughs> you're very right about the the voting and the Israel stuff. But um, so that's why me like when I see all of this shit. 
when you see like like all of these possible like when people say oh this is the way this is the way like it just realize like when it comes to all these temporal matters that's why like at the end of the day i'm like this is all temporary right like every earthly kingdom will cease will like will will end right the only kingdom that lasts forever is is god's right so that's why i like i don't i'm not advocating for capitalism or like lower taxes or like freedom like i don't give a shit about that like, I, I really don't care about yeah. that right <laughs> yeah, like sure. honestly that's why like i care about jesus his teachings because he's the only thing when you really think about it that like makes sense out of all of this like it's it's the only thing and i know questions come up of like well how do you implement this in like a temporal thing but i'm like that that's like we can just think about that later you know um but that's the other thing is because they're just they go back to thinking about it too much in temporal terms and they like they can't conceive of like divinity i think it's very hard to especially in a world that lacks you know good substance or it's really hard you really have to look for it or make your own destiny to have any sort of fulfillment so I think because of that, it's really hard to focus on, you know, all that stuff. Like, like, like through, um, spiritual things is what you're saying? Yeah, because most people, I mean, not even just in the Christian standpoint, but for whatever spirituality that people believe, um, jeez, I can't talk. They basically just have to create their own version of happiness, their own you know, their own goals to, you know, aspire to be, dude, I am so fucking scattered tonight. It's like my <laughs> blood pressure is raising. I don't know why I'm getting so worked up dude, right now. Dude, you're in that, you're in that. I'm going to take a deep breath for a second. You're in the boomer rant mode. <laughs> I'm, I'm zenning out right now. I'm, a, I'm, right. <laughs> I'm lowering my heart rate just to, so I can make an articulate point still half-baked. Right. But, um, the fact that no matter what, spiritual belief people have they really have to work for it and they really have to try to focus and drown out the rest of the world just to attain a certain level of happiness or just so they don't lose their mind um so i think it's hard to focus on you know esoteric you know thoughts because our modern day life is just so distracting and hostile you, you're almost like in survival it's, it's hard to focus on better outcomes when you're constantly you're in survival mode or you think that you're in survival mode because you're just so, you know, have so much anxiety from all the shit thousands of miles away. And your life might be hard or your life might be fine, but you'll still feel that same level of anxiety or overstimulation. But So it's like you're always in survival mode to just be happy. But that's the problem. Is It's just because people, they think that happiness, like something will make them happy or someone will make them happy, right? And people get anxious all the time it's just because like i know deep down in my heart it's just because they don't have jesus and like i'm being completely honest with you i mean any like you can call it whatever you want it's just like the fact that they have no deeper purpose to aspire to and they're just in fight mode like they're just trying to keep above water whether their life is hard or not is my point so like if you that's what i'm saying if you need a spiritual you know under uh my fucking god if you need some spiritual roots to tap into 
it doesn't matter whether it's Jesus or if you believe in other religions, Buddha, Islam, or if you're more pagan or whatever the fuck, whatever your, whatever mellows you out or whatever makes you think this is the right way to be. Um, it's just, I feel like it's just harder to tap into that mindset now because you're just trying, it's like, you know, how can you buy a house when you're living paycheck to paycheck if you don't have the option to save money? It's just like you're trying to constantly work so hard to just stay afloat. And I think mentally everyone's going through that. Regardless of how much material success that they have, they're just trying to keep their mind just above water because one thing they'll slip back into if you have addictive personalities or if you just you know lose your grip on reality. Or if, like you said, you think that one thing is going to give you happiness and then when you achieve it and it doesn't, then what do you do now? So... Oh yeah, I mean that that's just that's just yeah. generally true of I mean I obviously think Jesus is the solution, right? But um it's just people don't have any concept of the transcendental, right? Or anything like greater than themselves. It's like cuz you, you could find people of you know like Hindu or you know Jewish or Sikh traditions and they're just as probably just as happy as i am right um yeah and it's just it's, yeah it's, so. it's it's the discipline that people just don't have and even but but that's the thing like this is where i think that like jesus helps a lot because with like discipline and all those things like that obviously could be taken way too far like with the gym and you see all these people doing like steroids and all that or or it's like they just constantly get fixated on like the win or the next win and like they just they can never be satisfied you know um yeah i think discipline can be misconstrued into zealotry so i think like having a discipline doesn't mean that you have to be so rigid in how you view the world or like your your expectations out of other people or yourself so I, i think like having discipline is good honestly I'm of the belief that I don't think every aspect of life needs to be rudimented or, you know, compart, I'm going to try to say compartmentalize, even though I just said it, (laughs) but I I also think that you do need some structure. So I I think like having some good thing to focus on as a discipline is great. And for me, like it's been health. So it's like been not eating like shit, not like killing myself in the gym, but just trying to keep my, keep my sanity, you know? Yeah. So I think having that, because I don't have discipline in much else in my life besides, like, you know, like my job. But you kind of have to, otherwise you'll fail. <laughs> yeah, even, like, having a job, um, that's still, I know everyone's situation is different. You just, like, describe people that it's constantly paycheck to paycheck. I have the blessing of that's not the case, right? Um, but it's just having that five-day grind and then having the two days off is just, it's very nice. Um, but... Obviously, like, I don't use that time to just go and do, like, mindless, you know, whatever. Because, like, recreation, it's it's like you're recreating yourself back better, you know, by, you, you know, not just by, like, the, the disciplinary a- aspect of, like, getting better at, at, like, your skills, but also, like, you gain a lot from, from consuming good art, right, or like watching a really good movie or, you know, having a nice conversation with your buddy, like I'm doing right now. Like this is a great example of recreation. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's really funny about aesthetic. There's a lot of different cultures that agree that beauty and aesthetic is essential to living a high functioning society. Oh, I agree. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. 
you know who has a really strong view about that is Satanists, like Levian Satanists. I was bored the other day and I was reading about their founder because it's always funny that the cringy shit that they made up just to sound like more medieval or whatever. <laughs> um, but I went on their website because I was, I was curious about their tenants and all the shit they believe in. One of them was aesthetic. Let me read what it says. It's like aesthetic was supposed to be highly regarded. So I don't know what they mean, like how you dress or like the actual medias of art that you really consume. most of those people dress um, in like stupid shit <laughs> i mean i know well they think it's classy like they got the pocket watch they just like dress like vampires it's like the opposite of class oh, right guess, it's like, like a, from a whole other generation right that, that's like that it makes sense to me that they they think that because um you know the the devil's number is 666 yeah. so and then god's number is three So yeah. it's like, I don't know if I, it, it can explain this exactly correctly, but like 666 is like the, the devil's number because like, so right, like, like 333 is God, but then 666, it's like, it's like imperfect perfection and something like that. Or my sister explained it to me better, but that's, the, that's the general idea. Um, like do you see what I'm saying? I don't. What, not really. You gotta. You gotta expand well, on that one. I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with the concept that, only, like, God is only God is perfect, right? Yes. I've heard that. Yes. And I've then, heard like, that. anything that tries to like mimic that perfection without Him, like, that that that's like the worst, right? So like six 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 is like. You you have like the 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 multiple of, it you know like it's the multiple of three. But then it's not three, and it like it, it tries to be perfect without God on his own. But then he doesn't realize that like God created you know you know because that that's um because like the 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 understanding is that hell is like like some Christians believe like hell is just it's nothingness right because God is the source of all things right and so if you go to hell you just like become nothing right. I, I don't know if that's the Catholic view, but uh, that's what uh, the Orthodox Christians believe, I know. Um, so, of course, like, I mean, that makes sense, like, under that framework. Hmm. So, are you, because, like, they, I'm trying to find where they, that does make sense. Right, okay. Um, I, every time I've, because, like, I, I was, I only read, like, they have, like, um, couple little tenants here and i don't know like i said people are just really bored and they need to find something to belong to but you want to hear the the nine satanic sins by anton levey so this is their uh nine sins the first one is stupidity so this is the cardinal sin of satanism um ignorance is one thing but society thrives increasingly on stupidity so that's number one number two which i thought was interesting was pretentiousness because everyone i've ever talked to that subscribed to this was pretentious right that's i was just about to say that with the stupid and now we're at pretentious it's both (laughs) now keep going let's see if they all applied (laughs) yeah empty posturing can be most irritating and isn't applying the cardinal rule of lesser magic they had a whole thing about lesser magic i don't remember what it fucking means it's some other mystical shit they made up on equal footing with stupidity for what keeps the money in circulation these days. Um, next one is solipsism, what is which can be dangerous solipsism? because it, you know, projecting your reactions, responses, and sensibilities onto someone who is probably far less attuned than you are. 
is a mistake of expecting people to give you the same consideration, courtesy, and respect that you would naturally give. That's what they fucking do. Because, like, the average person, when they see some, like, 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 leftist (laughs) Satanist loser who, like, has, like, literally all these disgusting tattoos and they they worship demons, like, the average person who sees that is gonna just be, like, a little bit uncomfortable. And then they get mad. They're like, well, you don't accept me. And it's like, shut up. No. Get out. Like, no. Get out of my face. Yeah. I hate these people so much. Number four. (laughs) <laughs> number four is self-deceit it is the nine satanic statements but deserves to be repeated here another cardinal sin we must not pay homage to any of the sacred cows presented to us including the roles we are expected to play ourselves the only time self-deceit should be entered into is when it's fun and with awareness but then it's not self-deceit that's bullshit <laughs> number five is herd conformity which is obvious why they believe in not being you know conformist but again you just conform to whatever you believe in so it's like the people that read that will just believe the same shit that everyone else believes and they read this yeah, no list. that's so what like, like you're not prone these, to these, it too these motherfucking people that like they, they still live in like early 2000s atheism like like can they move on and grow up and just like realize like uh, i hate these people so much well, you'll love number six. Could you guess what number six is? Um, is it like? I don't know. Just tell me what it is. Lack of perspective. Again, this one can lead to a lot of pain for a Satanist. You must never lose sight of who and what you are, and what a threat you can be by your own very existence. We are making history right now, every day. Always keep the wider historical and social picture in mind. Wait, so it's it's lack of perception perspective so basically like you can't get out of your own way well that's them because like they don't they can't fathom the concept like they can't they can't fathom that my religion is true right they don't want to actually try my religion they can say some bullshit about something that happened to them when they were like younger they had a bad experience with a clergyman or a person at church that doesn't mean that the religion is false like that's just an unfortunate turn of events right because that's like I know that that's the source of atheism for a lot of people, but then again, like I I, talk, I talked about, when you argue with these things, you just go back to the paradigm level, where you say, well, it's like, well, why don't you believe in God? It's like, well, because I I had like the, the priest did this to me, and it's like, well, like God didn't do that, or you could just tell him like, I mean, I don't want to go them, I don't want to ask the question in that situation. Well, why is that bad? Because I know that that's bad, right? But you could do that with with less bad things of like oh well christians are like annoying or i'm like well why is that bad or something you know like like that that's another thing but when it comes to that i don't want to go there then because i i really because i i do care about how people that actually went through those kind of things feel right um but it's just ask them the paradigm questions like i said of just like okay sorry go go on to the next rule well what's funny to me because i'm reading this like neutrally so it's like i the fact that like most of these is just like just generally just good advice for you to just <laughs> keep your own head on straight. But the funny thing is like there's inconsistencies with the way they describe all of these sins. So it's like the last part of lacking perspective and they, they keep talking about lesser and greater magic. So I'm skipping over that because I don't know what that fucking means. Um, so see the patterns and fit things together as you would want the pieces to fall into place. Do not be swayed by herd constraints. 
know that you are working on another level entirely from the rest of the world. So that should destroy or uh, fall under the, <laughs> the pretentiousness sin. Because like if you think you're operating on a higher level from the rest of the world, you are fucking mistaken. There's always someone smarter than well, you. Like, th- 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 this is the thing. It's because, well, like you said, like you could say, oh, like these, these are like, like good tips, right? And it's like, maybe, but like the problem is like they only apply to like you. It's all about you, 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 or like me, 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 me. Like that, they can't think outside that. And that's one of their tenets too. Is, well, most it's, people it's, can't. Most people can't get out of their own ego. I mean, I think that's the whole no, point. But that's I mean, obviously, like, you don't want to lack perspective and you don't want to let your self-deceit destroy you. I mean, that's just, to me, that's just common sense, but it's easy to fall into those traps. But I just, I think it's funny how like they have to label stuff that should be just general common sense as a tenant. Like I just, that's, that's the part that's funny to me. The next one is forgetfulness of past orthodoxies. So this is be aware that this is the one of the keys to brainwashing people into accepting something new and different, when in reality it's something that was once widely accepted but is now presented in a new package. We are expected to rave about the genius of the creator and forget the original. This makes for a disposable society. Like, what? Like, like what are they talking about? <laughs> I guess, like... <laughs> Oh, oh, is it going back to the whole bullshit of like, oh, like Europe was like cooler when it was pagan and then Christians like ruined it and all like that. That's bullshit. I have, I mean, I, I, the, I, the I have brainwashing people into accepting something new and different when in reality it's something that was once widely accepted, but is now presented in a new package. So I guess like the, I guess they're harping on being traditional of whatever. I don't know like the, the, the traditional tenets of satanism i don't know if i guess they're saying people are losing sight i don't know I, this is very they explained it very vaguely so i don't quite know what they're referring to i don't know if they're referring to like their own religion quote unquote or just the people not staying true to the classics i don't fucking yeah know. but if it comes to like anti-traditionalism like i have zero tolerance for that i mean that's that's yeah. a whole nother debate um what's the next one The next one is counterproductive pride. The first word is important. Pride is great up to the point you begin to throw out the baby with the bathwater. The rule of Satanism is if it works for you, great. When it stops working for you, when you paint yourself into a corner and the only way out is to say, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, I wish we could compromise somehow, then do it. Again, like, it should, it should, this is common sense. Like, obviously pride can be counterproductive. Most people know that, but they just still do it anyway. But this is the the last one was what I was talking about, the lack of aesthetics. So this is the physical application of, I don't know what the balance factor is. Again, they, they keep naming this like Gnostic shit that means nothing. And it's they're trying to force language that I don't care about. Um, aesthetic is important in lesser magic and should be cultivated. It is obvious that no one can collect any money off classical standards of beauty and form most of the time. So they are discouraged in a consumer society. But an eye for beauty and balance is an essential satanic tool that must be applied for greater magical effectiveness. It's not what's supposed to be pleasing, it's what is. Aesthetics is a personal thing, reflective of one's own nature, but they are universally pleasing and harmonious configurations that should not be denied. Yeah, some of that actually kind of makes, I agree with that, it makes sense. Yeah, so that's that was my original point where like most people that try to find something bigger to, you know be a part of they always have this view of aesthetics or like you should really care about form 
Yeah, exactly. And like the way your house looks, that affects your mood a lot. Yeah. Um, also, your clothes, too. Like the clothes you wear says a lot about you. Um, it also matters. It's just because, like, I'm just sick and tired of people wearing t shirt and shorts everywhere. It's ugly. It looks so ugly. I'm like, I'm sorry. And it's this whole, like, yeah. it's on the, the hill of self expression. It's like everyone ends up looking the fucking same. It's stupid. Yeah, that's our, I guess that's what they're talking about with, you know, it's hard to have aesthetic in a consumer society, which I guess is true. But again, to have more aesthetic, you have to buy more of it. So it's like you're just buying the shit that looks cool or you're still being, in, you know, participating in a consumer culture. Yeah, it's just because you think it looks cooler than the rest of them doesn't make you yeah, exactly. It just makes exactly. you Exactly. Like you didn't different. make any of your clothes. That would be a much more virtuous yeah. thing to do, right? <laughs> but of course, because like no one wants to do that anymore. It's just, yeah. yeah. Um, they also have like a bunch of rules too. Like they have 11 rules. Do not give opinions or advice unless you're asked. Do not tell your troubles to others unless you are sure they want to hear them. <laughs> when in another's lair, show him respect or else do not go there. If a guest is in your lair and they annoy you, treat him cruelly and without mercy. I love how they say lair. <laughs> yeah, I guess just because they're like, ooh, spooky. <laughs> <laughs> do not make sexual advances unless you are given the mating signal. <laughs> So I don't know if they have a specific satanic mating signal or if they're just being pretentious and just basically saying don't rape well, someone. Well, I can guarantee um, you that all those people have never slept with a woman before. So that's it. I don't know. Some of the some of the like raiders, satanic cults are very sexual. Like everyone has orgies with each other. So I feel like a lot of them fuck a lot. But yeah, like the neckbeards on the internet that just think it's cool. Probably oh, in the inter- yeah, okay. Um, I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah do not take that which was jesus do not take that which does not belong to you unless it is a burden to the other person and he cries out to be relieved that's a little bit strange they had to specify that mm. <laughs> like someone <laughs> someone's just crying to be relieved of this item that you have to take from them it's just it's a funny picture in my head um Acknowledge the power of magic if you have employed it successfully to obtain your desires. If you deny the power of magic after having called upon it with success, you will lose all you have obtained. So, be grateful to your spell books for all your success, I guess. Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. That's a great one. I will I will wear that as what a t-shirt. What did it say? Do not harm... What did huh? it say? Do not complain about anything to which you need not subject yourself. That's that's. I think that. Well, they do that shit all the time. Uh, (laughs) I know, but like I said, as a general common sense rule, it's a pretty good one to follow. Number nine: Do not harm little children. Number ten: Do not kill non-human animals unless you are attacked or for your food. This is a strange one. Like, do not kill non-human animals. Just say animals. I know, like, like I guess uh, humans are animals. Congratulations! Like, we if you say animal, we know you're not talking about a fucking. Well, human. yeah, they just do that to to fuel um, like their hatred of Christianity. Because in Christianity, right, like we believe humans are special and above animals, and that's why like all these atheists are like vegan types. Well, it says unless you're attacked or for your food. So I don't know. I guess it. I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, when walking in open territory, bother no one. If someone bothers you, ask him to stop. If he does not stop, destroy him. This, this, this <laughs> is like, an, so cringe, this is like an, an anime. This is like some cult in like an anime that they, the main character joins and like this is like their tenants. It, it's it's yeah. like the assassins or something or some shit in Assassin's Creed. Like, <laughs> this is just it's stupid it's cringe i just think it's funny like you're just you're walking and someone's annoying you and you're just like all right i guess i'll destroy i'm 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 (laughs) gonna destroy you (laughs) like okay (laughs) (laughs) oh man so i i thought you'd get a kick out of that because like I, i i'm very fascinated how people just make up bullshit and then everyone just because like i I get the point of being like anti-christian and like everyone needs some like that that part makes sense to me but but the fact that like the other shit that they make up like all the magic part and all that is just like it's just so cringe i mean i don't care both of the points you talked about they're wrong so i'm gonna put your your email for their application that just spam you don't do this please don't do that it's just oh, these fuck. people oh he's holding a snake dude that's fucking these cool. people just need to grow up i'm sorry <laughs> like you see these people like going to satan con i'm like what are you doing with your life satan yeah con. you didn't see that in boston there's like the it was like the world's like biggest satanic event in history pretty sick bro it's not yeah it's sick in the sense that they're all like spiritually ill i just think it's funny like some people like i for some people like i said it's just having the they like the shock reaction of religious groups and some people legitimately think that they're going to be a higher elevated being for looking up like satanic principles when they're just like you know, any therapist would tell you to do the same shit to fix your life. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just so funny to me how people just miss purpose and they have to fill it with all that shit. Which you could make that claim for any sort of thing that you people are religious about, quote unquote. But still, it's just like, like, like they say, they just they lack perspective. Eh. Your self deceit. Oh yeah, I forgot we were talking about mother. <laughs> oh. man did we get sidetracked yeah that's how it goes on this show wow um life's fun when you're irrelevant <laughs> hey. hey i don't remember like if there's anything i want to like if there's anything else i want to say about it um i really liked there was that kind of uh, like subtle little like supernatural element to how she was um she was like oh if if you take this like whatever it'll give you like a a baby or something like that <laughs> yeah she had about a, a bunch of holistic medicine practices. right and then i thought to myself like wow like what if she actually took that and then that that's like why she's a single mother one of those people like eat this leaf and cut out sugar and your cancer tumors will shrink right <laughs> right um oh also the the soundtrack was banger i don't remember the music remember there was that movie. there that excellent kind of just like guitar it was kind of spanish-esque 
that like the tar so oh, that was yeah. great yeah that was so I great i do that's the only one that i remember but i, I do remember being very pleasant to yes the, to right the and it was like kind of spanish kind of like i don't know what this is but it was good it was good yeah it's very great. so what what would you give mother out of 10 Mm. probably seven i give it an eight nice yeah you know what nice yeah i still think the host is better it has better characters this the 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 stories um that was the sewer yes that one was excellent Although the fucking the the actual reason I remember we touched on it last time how it was borderline mental how that monster was created like I don't know who the fuck wrote that and think that makes sense even for a sci-fi movie I but. think I think the idea was that it, it was paying homage to you know like old like like Godzilla yeah like old science like old old uh, horror movies used to be like that where it was just some stupid shit but it's just they just wanted an excuse to create some cool creature that they could market so then they're so yeah write some some silly plot and then it'll work some chemicals in the lab got into the water yeah yeah that that's that makes sense to me i mean i know it's it's bullshit but it makes in the context it makes sense because that's the thing when it when it when it comes to all these like fantastical things it's never gonna be 100 like it's never truly gonna make sense right like there's never really gonna be continuity every like throughout but like as long as you make something creative or clever of like to all these explanations of supernatural things or fantastical things in a story that like don't actually exist in reality i I, i'm fine (laughs) yeah I mean, or if it, it if it if it entertains me enough to be distracted, right? Exactly, because if a movie is just boring, that detail would probably actually like be it would seem stupider, right? Because like in a bad movie, you'd notice all of these things worse because you're not being entertained. Um, but like when a movie is entertaining you, like you you don't nitpick things. Yeah, I mean. I only really nitpick things just for comedic relief, but I don't really care. Like me, me nitpicking something only really just comes from like that I don't like it. It's hard being monotone because it's hard to tell if I'm joking sometimes, and I, I get into those arguments with my fucking girlfriend all the time. Every time we're always talking, about, she's like, "You're way too negative." I'm like, "No, I don't actually care. I'm just messing around. I don't actually like care about the things I'm nitpicking. I just like to point them out." It's like, trust me, I get in those arguments all right. the time. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah God, what the fuck was it the other day she's like she's always like you don't like it when this happens i'm like where did you get that idea and she's like because you said it the other day i'm like i don't actually care about it i'm just fucking memeing Me yeah alone. i'm just memeing girls cannot meme i swear to god <laughs> they, like sometimes <laughs> they yeah don't they just suck the fun out of all your fucking yeah humor? like you'll you'll meme something and then they like take it seriously <laughs> or something or they just don't understand it and it's like all right let me move on to talk about something else. <laughs> dude there's a there's an ongoing joke in my relationship that i'd be a bad father because i keep making the joke about how i would teach my kids the wrong like animals and the wrong colors and just the wrong names for things and so 
I had that like all like I, I said that all the time and like so like my girlfriend believed that I actually would do that shit so like I had to take so much convincing to let her know that I was not actually going to do that if I had children and so I posted a meme the other day about like it was a scene in the Prince of Egypt where fucking where Moses gets put into the basket. And it was like when daycare gets the fifteen hundred dollars a month or something. <laughs> and so she was like, "This is further proof you'd be a bad father." I'm like, bro. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> we're we're going back and forth, but I just I just think it's, it's funny. It's just so funny um, how women like take these things way too seriously. Yeah, have you have you had those arguments? Yeah, that's like had to have a moral discussion about that's your like humor. a big thing like a big difference between men and women is the humor because like yeah. jokes um like among the, the guys is a lot different like you can't always say it's jokes to, to your girlfriend right yeah i mean and i, I let me uh let me preface like i, I don't want to pay my girlfriend to be like she sucks about everything like we have the same sense of humor and we laugh a lot but like my my humor is darker than hers is so i get in trouble <laughs> i'm a fucking i'm a nut job but but yeah i've had that in the past where it's like i'm it's like sense or not senseless it's just harmless fucking humor and people are like what do you mean by that I'm like nothing no volition it, i mean the opposite of what i just said i just said it because it's funny right exactly but yeah or just um like but like a lot of times like they just like can't take a joke have you ever noticed that? Yeah, I've, I've, I've never dated anybody that couldn't take a joke. Incels are like this too, I, where like, they, like any sort of criticism, they just like they they start getting like so hostile. It's because they're damaged people. <laughs> they have to fucking like lash out and react to everything because they're just insecure. That is, yeah, that is true. Which I'm not hating them for that. Like, generally, like, you need to fix your life because you'll just make yourself feel worse. Like, I'm not dunking on the fact that you're insecure, but, like, it's just, if you really feel the need to emotionally react to everything that are very minor or things that are very minor, it's just not a way to live life. You think that. Dude, my grammar is just getting worse as I get older. This is not. I need to read more. Yeah, no, um. I have some books that I kind of wanted to to give to you. Getting his cigars and books. Well, Jesus. I didn't. I would actually love to buy you a cigar. I would love to smoke a cigar with you. Um, I fucking I hate breathing in anything that's not air. Oh, you don't like cigars? No, I don't like any smoke. Oh, cigar like, like on my hierarchy of things that don't piss me off, cigarettes is like at the very fucking bottom, and then it's weed, and then it's cigars. <laughs> Like I think cigars smell the best out of weed and you'd cigarettes. You'd rather do but still, it's just you'd like, rather I'd, weed I'd, over cigarettes. I'd rather smell weed over cigarettes. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I don't. I I fucking I cannot stand the smell of cigarettes. Like it physically makes me nauseous and gives me a headache and it just like feels like it's choked out. I don't like the smell of weed, but I don't hate it. Like it's it's fine. Like I can be in a room and it won't irritate me, but I cannot be in a room with some of the smoke cigarettes. But Cigars, I actually do like the smell of. Okay. Um, but again, I, I just—I know you don't inhale it; you just kind of puff it in your mouth or whatever. But still, it's nice. Yeah, well, you do inhale some of but it. But I love but getting. Have you ever seen people that take like a full toke and they start fucking gagging? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, have you ever pi- have you ever pipe smoked? No. I I have. It's the same premise, right? You just kind of yes. like, kind of puff it in and out of your mouth. You don't. Inhale yeah, you it. just take like ground tobacco and put it in the 
you put it in the pipe and then you just light it and then you smoke it yeah it's it it, it, it it's like smoking yeah. tobacco sorry it's like smoking a cigar yeah like what's what's the because i've never i've never smoked a cigar like what's the actual pleasure like do you get the flavor of it the, like the feeling like what what's the actual joy of smoking a cigar um, that that's that's uh the thing it's it's actually like kind of all of those because you do get the taste and you can get some cigars that have a really nice kind of chocolatey uh like they have remnants of chocolate and then there's ones that like with fruit and stuff like that um kind of like coffees right where you get coffees with those little spices in it here and there but then it also yeah. is you get a really nice buzz it's super relaxing um and you don't even need to inhale it so you're not you don't feel like you have to cough your lungs up <laughs> my problem is like i already have bad luck with my fucking teeth like i, I eat very fucking low sugar i'm brushing and flossing twice a day and i still fucking have fucking problems so it's like i don't want to add to the list of shit that could fuck my teeth up more really your teeth are that bad no they're not bad but just like i feel like it doesn't take much like i'll I'll miss brushing my teeth one day and like boom i have a fucking cavity like i my teeth are fine but it's just why do you care that much it's just such a pain to maintain Why why do you care that much about that because it's fuck I'm on shittier insurance now, so like if I have to get a cavity filled, it's gonna be more of a fucking big deal. I hate having all this fucking bullshit in my mouth that like God knows what that's gonna create ten years down the line. I still have silver in my mouth or whatever fucking metal is. I only have one uh porcelain filling. But like you have to get them fucking maintained every year or every couple of years and it's just they can have problems, they can leak like I'm just, you know, I'm fucking, I'm tired of having to deal with the medical systems. The best way to not deal with the medical system is to fucking take care of yourself. Well, but tobacco is fucking awful for your teeth. So it's like, I, I don't even want to go there. But like, I know this is like cringe when you hear people saying this for other things, but like, you don't need to do it all the time. Like, I'm s- well, yeah, I know it's true. Like I, I would never do it too. I, it's just because I feel like I have bad luck with it. Like I wouldn't have to do it that often for it to cause a problem. Like I, because I'm so lightweight with shit like that, with any substance, I feel like shit just fucks me up more for no reason. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that's true. Our bodies are different. Like, well, also, yeah, it's, it's like, if it really isn't your thing. Like the Satanist temple head, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Can't give him too much credit, but, but it's, um, <laughs> But yeah, cigars, it's just, it's a unique experience because it has the taste, the buzz, and just the, the the feeling of it, like all the smoke, like in your mouth when you like, because like you, you don't inhale it, right? It's, it, it's cool. I don't know. Yeah. Warms up your mouth. I mean, it does have a old school classy vibe to it. I'm not going to lie, but still. And it just, it lasts so long. It's nice. It's just, it's, it's great for you're in a circle of friends, right? And it's just you're sitting down smoking cigars, and they just last. Like, my cigar lasted for like over an hour. The last time I did it. Do you get like a? Because I I know like, people say that like it has a higher dose of nicotine, but you're not inhaling it into your lungs. Like, do you feel like a big nicotine high after smoking a cigar? Um, I mean, I I feel it while I'm doing it, but I I don't. Maybe I had to do it more to see if I felt it after. I don't. I don't really know. I mean, of course, I like like all that stuff. I don't want to do it too much, but um, well, I'm doing it tomorrow, so maybe for the next podcast, I could give you more insight. 
Oh, shit. And they don't, they don't have as much bullshit as cigarettes do. Like, they don't make it with a bunch of all these other chemicals. Right, right. That's, I think, because you don't have to have a filter. Right, that's why, like, I'd be, I'm much more worried about getting cancer or all these health problems from smoking cigarettes. Or vaping, too, because they don't really have long-term studies to show what that does to you. Um... I mean, generally, you're not supposed to push it into your lungs. Like, it doesn't matter what well, it is. Well, like, vaping to me, it just seems like it's common sense that that's, like, horrible for you. Like, what is that? Like, what? that's, like, like, for, like, bro science, what, what, he called it, like, a cookie-flavored computer steam or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even imagine what the fuck is in most vapes, especially the ones that are pre-made that you buy at, like, 7-Eleven, everyone's smoking those elf bars or whatever. Like, I can't even imagine what's in those. Yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> But and also just that's an, it's just like cigarettes are so expensive. Where cigar is like you buy it for an occasion, and it's like ten dollars, and and it's such a nice experience. Yeah, I wish I didn't care about you like that because like I can barely cope with the fact that I drink alcohol. Like even the very like I don't even drink that much. Like even the less moderation that I drink it in, or not less moderation the. The least amount of times that I do it, it's just still, it's just like, fuck, man. I just wish there was something fun that didn't fuck you up. Oh, well, I mean, everything technically fucks us up. It's just, it's all just, to the yeah, degree. yeah it's I, excess I and defect. Um, yeah. yeah, but, I mean, it's it's a similar attitude with alcohol where it's just like, it's a it's a gift from God, right? Tobacco. And there's a right way and a wrong way to consume it. You think tobacco is a gift? Well, yeah, all all of these sensory pleasures are. Food is, music is, all of it is. So what about psychedelics? Well, that's like, that's different. Has a difference of mushrooms, ayahuasca. It's a, it's a, it's a natural, earthly desire or like, a pleasure. That doesn't fucking matter. It's it's like, how do I give you like an analogy? It's a substance. It's just like it's just like alcohol or tobacco. It's just a stronger yeah. substance. But it's that's no like difference. too much. Like by itself, like you, you can't do that in moderation. Like the the actual. Yeah, you can. You can. No, you can, in that sense, like it, yes. But like just the actual, like what happens to you, like that. That's too much. Yeah, but it depends on what. Like if you don't do that much of it, you'll just like have like slight little like. Um, visuals or auditory things or you just feel high if you do a lot of it yeah you'll have like an actual trip but you don't have to do a no, shit ton of it no but that doesn't matter because it's like even if you just have like one like I mean like for weed like even if you have one hit and it's like oh well I'm not that high like it still puts you into like a mind altering state and I mean I know you wouldn't how's that different than alcohol no though? because it's like with weed, it's like it, it instantly puts you in that state. Whereas like alcohol, it's it's very easy to like come down from like you know you, you know like wh- where it's just like you just have you know like you're talking about this where you have like one shot, and then like in, in a little while like I'm not even really think about it anymore. Whereas like if you have the weed, like you're obviously gonna be thinking in the in the weed mode, right? <laughs> like from what. Yeah, but it's temporary. It's not like this shit lasts well, for fucking that, days. I mean, sometimes it doesn't even last well, that, a couple hours. That doesn't matter. You I still mean, did it, right? I just don't understand how it's different. All than alcohol. sins you're, are like you're yeah, getting in a different ends, state of consciousness, but... and your your body and your mind's being no, altered. No, but like it's the no, same premise. But it's like with alcohol that like 
extreme level doesn't happen like instantly i thought it took a little bit for you to actually feel higher than i don't know if it's just i've only ever smoked it once and i've done edibles and i've, I've hated both times but i didn't feel like it was immediate both no times. but i mean i'm just talking about the actual conscious experience of being high right and it it feels similar to being drunk no, i prefer you, being drunk to being high no, but, like it feels but you similar. can't get drunk either that's the thing you what? can't get drunk what do you mean you can't get drunk that's like drunk is like when your faculty of, of reason is like lost yeah no shit what, what is your point i'm saying like that's also sinful oh to be yes. drunk like you can like so you just have to be delightfully blu- buzzed yes that's, that's what it. i told you it's the it's the nice catholic buzz <laughs> So if you only could get like a little bit high off of one hit, then it's fine. No, because it just it instant like it, it it changes your mind in a different way. Like once you instantly have that like I am high now, that's different than like I had a few sips of alcohol. Right? Like do you see the, the distinction made? I guess it depends the person, because I know people that take one hit and don't even fucking feel anything. Oh that and they take one sip of alcohol and also don't feel anything. So it just depends on your tolerance level and how much you do, I guess. Because, yeah, you, I feel like people can, like, get mildly high. Just like people can get mildly drunk or buzzed. Well, I feel like it's just the difference in your that's body. That's great and all, but the weed, it's, it, 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 it's like a, it's a different pleasure and it's a different kind of intoxication than, like, an alcohol intoxication or even, like, like a buzz intoxication from tobacco, right? I've I've never done tobacco, so I, I don't know what the feeling is like, but I assume it's less than being buzzed. Like from from cigars? No, you get this. You like get a similar f- kind. Of, no, from you get the um. You get a similar buzz to alcohol when you no, smoke cigarettes. I, no, no, like a similar a buzz you get from like smoking cigarettes or vape. What's what I'm saying? What is the? I I assume that buzz is a lesser buzz feeling than alcohol is. Yeah, sure. I, 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 sorry, I wasn't saying the, what you're saying. Like, I've never seen people, like, I've seen people smoke almost a whole pack in, like, 30 minutes, and they've, I feel like they've been the same since they started. But I'm sure you have to, you have to, <laughs> unlike with alcohol you have to be smoking or weed. a lot for many years to get to that point. The point is, I've never seen someone act retarded off of fucking cigarettes, which is really funny if they act buzzed off of smoking a couple. Yeah, that's true. I've never seen anyone act retarded. I mean, they just act like depressed. Yeah, they act insufferable. I would say, if anything, they didn't buzz. They it's fucking downer. (laughs) But I don't know. It's all fucking whatever. I wish I could just achieve that state like naturally. Just meditate or something. I can just naturally feel buzzed. That'd be that'd be a fucking cool experience. I chase that feeling every night before I went to sleep. I mean, you mean without substances? Yeah, like some people claim that what they do like meditation or some people feel the same with exercise. Like I I do feel that like you know, that runner's high, but it's not as strong obviously as taking a substance. I mean like you actually feel a physical buzz or a physical sensation from just meditating or just whatever you need to do naturally. That'd be pretty fucking cool. Because people claim they can do that, but 
I feel like it's exaggerated. Well, you've never still. got the runner's eye? No, I have, but it's not that strong. Like, I, I feel it. Like, it's a feeling, and, and it feels good, and that's why I enjoy it. Or, like, after you're, you know, get out of the sauna, and you feel oh, that sense you're, of relief. Oh, you're saying, like... kind of lightheaded high. But I'm saying, like, that, like, you feel like when you take alcohol. Yeah, that is what you're saying. Right, okay. You want to do you want to do yeah, that like a stronger right. feeling of I see that, what you're saying, yeah. like a legit like the runner's high times ten, but you didn't do anything, right? You know? right. But I don't think your mind is actually altered. You just feel a bunch of dopamine, I guess. Well, ser- um, serotonin I they, too. I don't know if that counts. Like, serotonin, yeah. Whatever yeah, like exercise makes you feel um, like happy, and like just that 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 like sustained feel like the endorphins and all that stuff you know like the sustain just yeah people claim you can f- like i i don't know they they claim like you don't really need coffee in the morning you just need to this is extreme but you need to take like a, a ice bath plunge and that's like all the dopamine and serotonin that you'll need for the that's day. kind of pipe dream all the like i remember this is something i wanted to talk about like the autistic level of like my morning routine has to, like I, I go into yeah. I go it's into bad. my anti gravity uh refrigerator room <laughs> like to to meditate for thirty like, minutes about my gratitude and like and and, and wax my balls or <laughs> and then I have my organic shake of all the nutrients and vitamins that you need for the day and here's my link right, code it's like the bottom yeah, to make sure that I am in prime <laughs> condition I'm like dude prime just condition. wake up drink water and then like don't immediately go to your phone and you're fine or what i do is i pray the rosary that helps me great do that <laughs> yeah i i mean obviously if you're not getting enough sleep that's problem number one and sometimes it's not fixable and you're, it doesn't matter what remedies you do if you don't get enough sleep you're gonna fuck yourself but like i don't even get up before fuck like i get up at like 8 30 it's not even that late or not even that early but um like I, I don't feel like I need to like start my morning in a particular way. Like if I'm tired, I'll kind of get out of it after I eat and then I'm ready to go. Like I don't need to start my day with coffee or do this wild routine for a fucking hour that means nothing. Right. Yeah. Like I'm fine. I can just function. No, Jason, <laughs> you need to wake up instantly, go right on the, 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 the treadmill, start listening to podcasts on three times speed, listen to your audiobooks on three times speed and like don't even eat breakfast just go like straight to your your lift your weightlifting session and then you go to your job and then you gotta jog home (laughs) do the people that work out before they go to work are fucking psychos like i don't know why i used to do that but then i just realized i'm like yeah i kind of want more sleep plus i feel better in the afternoon to work out so i'll just do that there's probably some study that says when's the best time to work out to get the most gains or whatever. It's probably a highly debated. I topic, would argue but, it's it's um, in the afternoon because then you can get all your calories in and then you can actually get like good progress. Whereas like in the morning you can get a good hypertrophy kind of like hit workout in. You can do a lot of pump work, but you're not going to build muscle in the same way that you could do if you were if you were uh, working out in the afternoon. Yeah, because you've already eaten the protein of the day, you've expelled it, then you eat more protein. Right, and like you have all your your body is fueled, right? So like if if you want to lift heavy and actually gain like solid muscle mass, I would recommend working out in the afternoon. But if if all your goals are just to, it's about feeling good and just getting, like, you know, um, like the pump and stuff like that, 
because I I feel like like in the afternoon I can't do any of the pump work because like I I just have energy to just do my like heavy lifts right. Um, but it's like in the morning yeah. once you get off that um you know like if you have a coffee or something like that you're just in that that fasted flow state and you you, you just you're and there's nothing in your body holding you down right. So you just feel like lighter and then you can just you can move faster right. Um. Yeah, I feel like for me, because I don't do intense shit, I probably could do in the morning. I just don't want to fucking wake up. That's my thing. Like, I'd rather just relax and start slow my slowly start my day before I go to work. I don't want to fucking get up and start doing shit before I have to go do shit. Like, yeah, it's, I've... Um, it's just not necessary. Yeah, I found that, like, if I do that, I just feel more stressed. Like, I don't... Yeah. Like, if, if you're not doing it well, then, like, don't do it. But that's what I've learned with working out, is, like, there's no need to add unnecessary sets or reps, because that's, like, ends up damaging you yeah and like i know people have different schedules but for me it's just like i don't want to cram more shit into my day i really don't right right um it's not needed so i'm getting good sleep so i know i'm on a good schedule i feel like if i was having trouble sleeping i probably would need to change my life but i get great sleep i can fucking fall asleep easily. oh me too i i been a long time since i've been like losing sleep over something yeah, and honestly, I think that's the, you know, you can you can debate back and forth the science and the physiognomy and all that other bullshit. But I think the greatest, um, the greatest evidence of you should work out in the afternoon at nighttime because then you feel fucking tired and you can get better sleep. Oh yeah, because if you well, work if out, out in the morning, you're gonna feel tired at like noon. Well, I mean, I do get more energy, but it's 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 short lived. So it's like as soon as I like slow down after working out, it's just it's like when you you know you ever play a soccer game, you sit down and then you stand up and you feel like you're fucking about to yes, die and your joints are exactly eight years old. that's it. It's that same process. Like yeah, once you have calmed down, same promise. Like once you have calmed down, yeah, I'm the high is right. No, the I'm high tired. is greater. The energy burst is greater. But like, it's like when you, it's it, it it's like you go all the way up on a hill so fast and then you just drop like right down. Yeah, it's like perfect analogy yeah, it's like this happens so it's perfect like analogy i'll, I'll be done working out i'll like i'll be done working out at like eight something after and i can fucking have so much energy i can fucking have so much energy i can you know do a one in the morning and then i'll be tired one i go and i sit down and i sit down at nine o'clock it's like i don't want to as long as i'm staying active i can as long as i'm staying active i can stay active for hours working out as soon as i relax after working out but as soon as i relax it's game over yeah yeah it's just how like the ball rolling works get better sleep yeah 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 but that that whole like grind set like autistic level like i need to be in the perfect state of mind that's all cool yeah that's like yeah. people who don't accept the fact they're gonna die one day cope camp that's what that is it is like and you know that they don't actually like feel good and they and also like none of them actually do any of this stuff I was about to say, I feel like it's a little, uh, no one actually wakes up, right. No one wakes up every day and does these insane things that they do. No. Wake, wake up at two 30 after a four hour night's sleep. (laughs) Like my, my dad woke up early for years. Like he went to bed at like fucking nine o'clock and then he would get up at like four in the morning just to commute into work. Right. And like he was never tired because he did it every goddamn day. But he also didn't cram all this bullshit while he was up. Like he just got up and ate breakfast and went to work. Like he didn't have to do all this nonsense of going to the gym before, or running a mile or doing a walk or whatever. Yeah, I just wake. Yeah, like I have to wake up at at like five or six, 
and then I go to bed at like nine or ten or something like that, right? But it's, I just like wake up, I take my shower, get my coffee, and I'm leaving. Yeah. Because like I don't, I don't see the point of trying to make time. Like, why would you get less sleep to give you more time to do that in the morning? It's not necessary. It really isn't. I don't think it's better for your state of mind to get less sleep like that. Yeah, I have a friend at the gym who like just he does not sleep. It's crazy. Like intentionally, because he just said he's like, I asked him, I was like, why do you not sleep? And he's like, I just want to live more. (laughs) (laughs) Ironic. Yeah, I know, but your heart's working hard, harder. I see. I see what he's saying, because I know you spend like one third of your life sleeping. I'm okay with that. I really know. I I don't care because my day is long enough. I don't really don't care. But the day um, I can sleep sooner is a better day if there's nothing happening. Yeah, who is missing it? anything? Obviously, I'd rather go out and enjoy the nightlife. But if if that's not the case on like a Tuesday, then what the fuck do I need to stay up for? Exactly. That's what I I remember. I realized when I was in high school, and there was like all these people that had insomnia, and I realized I was like, why why do these people not sleep? And I realized I'm like, all right. Like I look at like my my schedule, and it's just like. When I was in high school, I just realized, all right, like when I could get past like the Gen Z, like using the phone all the time, I realized, all right, I'm tired. I can just go to bed. Like I don't need to use the phone to to be like start relaxing and all that stuff. I was just like, you know, it's fine. Let's just go to sleep. Right. Yeah. Um, but like some of these people describe like what they did at night. I'm like, don't you like, isn't it clear how to fix this? <laughs> Like, if you just stay up looking at bullshit on your phone, you'll never go to sleep. Yeah, I mean, most people mistake that because if they're restless, that's the first thing they go to. And it, they don't realize it just makes it worse. I actually no. get tired. Like, I, I can't, like, like I, I mean, I'll, I'll stay up late, like, watching something or I'll play music or I'll just kind of surf. But I can't just scroll social media on my phone at night. It, it, it makes me more tired. Well... Wouldn't that be good? Because then I'll put you to sleep. Yeah, but I don't have problems going to sleep. I can just go to sleep on a. Oh, I can fucking yeah, yeah, sleep yeah. right now if I really tried. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, nice I don't, feeling. I don't, I don't need it's to do like, it. But yep, I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but I know people that cannot go to sleep. Like they have to scroll until three in the morning until they hate themselves, and then they finally fucking go to sleep. It's just like really don't need to do that. Yeah, my grandma's like that. She has to like watch tv for really long amounts of time dude boomers like you were talking about spending a third of your life sleeping they spend a third of their life on the fucking couch watching nonsense on tv oh, yeah that's all they do they wake up early to watch the fucking news <laughs> like what the fuck is that watching the news baby <laughs> god i i have this like really pseudo theory that watching the news somehow correlates to you having dementia or early onset dementia because the the more you don't use your brain and the more you just don't critically think and you just sit there and fucking consume bullshit you just make your brain shut down later in life and it probably is a big cause of you getting dementia or alzheimer's like i swear i don't know if that has any basis in reality but it's just like the people that i know that i've gotten that are just like the most like mind-numbing it's like consumer culture watching TV boomers. Like, they don't do oh, anything. Yeah, you're right. 
Like, and um, obviously, like, obviously, it's you know some of it's genetics. So, like, you, you know, these chess players that probably can get dementia. Like, it's that's not an end all be all, obviously. But I feel like it's, you know, it's if you don't use your brain, it's easier for it to rot, which should make sense. But I don't know. I found like the most people like, that totally have bullshit. right. I found like the most people that have all those kind of like mental problems and everything it just come from it's just people that don't do any interesting things like they just consume and like that's it like and and mostly like it's it's like screen consume mixed with like fast food yeah that's like a killer combination not in the good Which, way sorry <laughs> not like a killer combination dude that actually, i hate to like, ban- be me. on this bandwagon of like kids not using any sort of smart technology but like it really is a fucking night and day difference. Like I, I was visiting my my cousins a couple weeks ago, or months ago for a wedding, and they have a two year old son, and they don't like they have not shown him anything on like he doesn't watch any TV, doesn't like watch anything on the iPad. Like he basically has zero screen time. Dude is the most articulate two year old I've ever think I've heard in my life. You can have like full conversations oh, wow, yeah. with him. It makes it's sense. Crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. obviously uh, some people can just be smart and just do that regardless of what they have. But like, I mean, it's true, man. Like it really does make you fucking stupid, independent and overstimulated. Yeah, just, like just, it's, it's not a secret, but it still it's crazy just to your, see that firsthand. Yeah. It's just like, wow, dude, I'm having a conversation with a two year old. I can't even have a conversation with a teenager. They, they like fucking look so dumbstruck all the time. They can't even <laughs> barely speak. Yeah. The average college student, I don't even think I could have a conversation with. Yeah, they're I'm, like, I'm serious. Like they're just they're retarded. <laughs> they are. I'm serious. Like the the, yeah, the, just... the the shit they say. Like what are you do you like understand what you're saying? Like are you speaking English? Some what's weird with some people I've noticed is that they're very articulate but they're just socially inept. Like the like the actual words they say and like the actual stuff they say like it sounds like it could be good, but they just don't know how to apply it in a conversation with you. It's very weird. And there's other people, like I said, that talk like they're on cough syrup and they can barely speak words or they can barely look at you. And then um, there's like the there's like the pseudo intellectual types where like everything. Oh they, yeah. So like okay. When That's it comes what I'm to, saying, like they're really right. articulate, but they're socially inept. That's what I mean. But but here here's my take on this. I I, I agree with those things you're saying. For me, it's like. All of these people, they like wait fuck. So it's like fuck. This is shit. It left my head. So oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah yeah. Your point really well. <laughs> right. So so it's all the when it comes to all of these people that like I can't talk to just because like they they're retarded. It's like ninety nine percent of what comes out of their mouth is just regurgitated from like from the people that talk like they're like they're they're on cough drops like that they're just talking about like pop culture or whatever bullshit. And then, like, the pseudo-intellectual types are just, they're just repeating back some, like, you know, you know like, establishment talking point or some something they heard on, like, the news or something they heard on, like, of, like, some pundit or something like that, you know? Some pundit. Yeah. Like, like, leftists and rightoids are equally guilty of that, you know? Did you say rightoids? Yes. That's great. Well, because, like, you don't say rightist. That just, that doesn't work. Rightoid. Yeah, people, people, people have started been started saying about uh, that. <laughs> I, I, I think it's funny. Um, 
but because because you know like like leftists say their like their slogans all it's it's just slogans it's all just shit you put on a sign for a protest yeah no i know everyone has to come up with a deep quote it's always like the facts over feelings or the like my body my choice and it's it's just it's all stupid right yeah but 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 that's the thing it's like with 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 college students and just people my age in general it like i'm i'm just thinking about it now i'm like what would we even talk about honestly what would we talk about (laughs) seriously I mean, I, I think people just need to be given the opportunity. I, I feel like it, like I like I said, I feel like for the people that are articulate, they just have a hard time socially having conversations. So I don't really hold it against them. But the the people that can barely talk at fucking all is, is, is incredible to me. Like, how are you 21 and you have no sense of self or no fucking like thoughts on things? You just kind of just barely say sentences like it, it just it blows my mind and it's not like they're like introverted or they're shy they just legitimately have nothing going on in their head that is a worth anything to useful to say NPCs, and they know it and that's why dude. they don't say anything it's really crazy to watch have them like like i'll say something like this happens to me like in the store like sometimes people will come in and like they don't know the terms or they're beginner they're getting into it but they're curious and they ask like like they're asking questions that makes sense even though they don't know the right words and that's why it's easy to navigate but there's other people that like their concept of english just goes out the fucking window like they don't know how to they don't know how to describe something like if they don't know the word for it they don't even know how to describe the thing which is really wild to me it's just like you can't describe what you're physically seeing like yeah, they, they right i not do adjectives it's really one <laughs> it's just hilarious yeah i can always pull out from my vocabulary some way to describe what i'm talking about yeah um, <laughs> but seriously, I, I don't think I could even communicate anything to these people. I'm serious. Like, I couldn't even say a word without them getting, like, offended by something or just saying some stupid shit. I mean, or, or like, I don't if, really if, say if, things if, that, like, offend people because I'm just so... I'm just so like moderate in my day to day life with everyone around me besides like on here. <laughs> this, is, this is the most I'll right. be, but I'm not like this with people. I used to be back in the day with my friends. Cause like, I just, but I don't have like, I don't have friends like that anymore. Like there's well, no one I could like say unhinged shit to. So I just have to like, just pretend to be interested in what they're talking about. And a lot I, of times like, it's just, am I your only friend references. like that? Fuck. Huh? Am I your only friend like that? Yeah, at the moment. Wait, because, like, you and I, like, we can talk about certain things, whereas, like, to the average person, like, it, it would be, like, crickets, right? Well, I mean, not yeah. really. I feel like most people can wrap their head around. It's not like we're we're saying some savant shit. Like, it's it's not hard what we're talking about. Like, I feel like I don't want to, I don't want to play it up like it's some deep shit that we're saying. I just no, think that people don't have the art. They don't have the social tools to just be a part of the conversation, even if they understand what's happening in front of them. No, that's that, my that's, point. That's not, not that what I, stupid. No, that's not what I'm saying. That like we're like, oh, we're like so smart and all that stuff. But it, it it's just there's certain concepts to people like the, like NPCs like they it's just it's not like nothing like they, they just can't fathom it, right? Like they they're not interesting people, right? Whereas like you are an interesting person, 
you have a lot of great things to say right and then we can have a nice conversation and and it's natural and like we're we're renewed like where it's recreation right it's true recreation whereas like these people they talk about like the kardashians and shit when they're together i think football is the worst i that's in the same category yeah yeah. (laughs) oh i can't stand it and i hate that the season is upon us i can't wait for fucking february man i really can't is your family football people am i what is your family like football people my mom is more yeah really she likes the vikings but she doesn't but here's the thing though she'll like watch the games and get excited but that's it she won't like ever fucking talk like she won't like tell me about what player she hates or who should play on whose team or all that like she doesn't go into the fucking analytics of it which thank god but but that's all i hear is, is with people around me is them just analyzing everything about football it's so annoying is football like your you probably least... lost money on your fantasy team so i don't know why you're talking shit for like they're just i hate those people but they're fucking everywhere right i'm sure i could make a better fantasy team than these people and you i don't put your money where your mouth is go go win some money if you right. want to talk shit and, william and i don't know any of the players <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> that my point exactly right um, but everyone's it, like that but is like football specifically like your least favorite one of those in this category or yeah because it's everyone talks about it it's just like like i can't stand the people I, the things i don't like that people talk about all the time are obviously politics i don't like people talking about football all the time i don't i, I do like talking about pop culture references because i think some of it's kind of interesting but i can't stand people that make that their personality um and i think that's it besides like besides those three things I can pretty much have a good conversation with about anything with anyone yeah. besides those. It's not so much like a, uh, like what's the, what's the opposite of down to earth? Uptight. No, where it's like in, in terms of like your interests and like what, so like my grandpa would rather talk about like going fishing Whereas like my dad would want to talk about like the political situation in Hungary and stuff like you know like it it's yeah. those different different kind of, uh, of, of of tastes right. I would say credulous. So it's like the people that rather talk about politics. They believe something stronger than the people that just care about going fishing because they don't really give a shit. They just want to enjoy life and they don't really put too much you know care into the right, things yeah. they believe in. They just kind of do it as a people that have to tell you what they believe all the fucking time. So, I think credulous yeah. is a good word because they just believe in shit that doesn't matter or they think is right, but it's probably not right. Not like, I guess like, don't like take it the wrong way that like, when I say like the political situation in Hungary, I just mean like, like, um, like intellectual topics, right? Or like, we'll also want to talk about like, you know, like the history of india or something like that or like the you know like what was going on in like 14th century portugal or something i don't know <laughs> like like those kind of or for philosophy or yeah, you can have they're that. technically more intellectual discussions but you don't have to say something intelligent about it you can still say something completely fucking stupid about it <laughs> i know i i know but it's like is that still prejudice or 
If you believe it, yeah. No, but but that's but that's the thing. It's just there's people that would rather talk about something like that, and there's people that would rather talk about fishing, right? <laughs> but then in the middle is like, is like the people that just talk about like Kardashians and stuff like that. And if you're asking me who's dumber, I don't know. I think it depends on what they're saying, because there's there's levels obviously to all of this shit. So no, I don't know. But I think people, they're both dumb to me. People no, but it's like three categories. You see, like people that do that, like the people that you're still criticizing, that falls still in the same like middle category. Like any like celebrity kind of pop culture shit, that is like that is like smack in the middle. Or it's it's like the two ends of the spectrum, or it's like no, like either one of those people I would want to talk to. It just depends on how they are. Like some people, like there's people that can take any topic and make it interesting or make it entertaining, and there's some people that just drag it on for hours. So it honestly just depends on the person. I just like you said, I don't. It doesn't matter what the topic is, whether it's fishing or politics or entertainment. If they just keep saying the same shit that everyone else is saying, or if they just like, like they're trying to be original when they're not is really just just grating onto me or they just try to get you to agree with what they're saying that's the worst right and i mean i will talk about politics but like my takes are just like it's because it's the same thing where it's just like i go to the paradigm level and it's just i i i always like to try to illustrate to people like these kind of dogmatic beliefs they have and like how they have them and then they're like what no that's not it i'm like yeah no it is <laughs> Yeah, people don't like being picked at will. Yeah. <laughs> but it's 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 Newsflash, like flash bitch. But like when we think of people talking about politics, right? It's just the dichotomy. The worst. Well, the like, worst. Those people within them, you know, I agree with you. The those people like they when they're debating amongst each other, right? They just think in the false dichotomy of like conservative liberal and all that right or like capitalism communist like they think those are the hills to die on right whereas like me who believes in jesus like i believe jesus created everything he's the source of all things like he's still in there right but it's like i am dying on his hill and not the hill of low taxes <laughs> i mean now it's it's gone to the point where it's you've it's it's just not worth putting your energy into believe because like you can have a moral compass and you can have ideologies that can be you know the same as whatever you know political candidate or whatever political figure you like listening to but you don't know them at the end of the day and you don't know what they do at the end of the day you only have a sliver of information so that's why i'm saying like politics is useless because like you can i i get the premise that like everyone is political like obviously but they don't sure. have to be to the point where they just pretend like they're being someone. They're, they're trying to portray themselves as something that they're not, obviously. Yeah, like, whether ever... it's pretending to care about issues or whether it's saying that they actually do stuff to help their society if they do or not. Like, I, I don't know. It's just like it's, to me, like it should not rely on political talking points to guide your life and guide your moral compass. Your you should know what's right and wrong and you should have that be guided by personal experiences and just the empathy of others around you. That yeah, should really be it. Right. In terms of like, in like the tier list of systems that, of like systems of principles that are, that will guide you to a better life. 
political ideologies are like on the absolute like lowest tier well it's like the fact that they're not even looking out for your well-being they're not even remotely interested in your well-being so i don't know why people continue to listen like everyone knows they can't trust politicians like we said before no one's voting for people they actually stand behind it just because the other guy's worse so it's like i don't know why they're getting their you know their moral compasses from politicians or parties like what what are we talking about or like i was talking about like economic systems like what yeah, it's or, like it's or, literally insane. Yeah, or or it's it's like these tenets of like political philosophies. Like those are like the absolute worst. Th- I mean, you can still get things out of them, but it's like my like political political philosophy. It's I've talked about this before. Like all of this, it's like political philosophy is second to my religious beliefs. The religious beliefs are always first. Any other, all these other things of how this, that that affects all, all these other faculties, right? Of how I view philosophy or, you know, science and like politics, right? Um, people just think that like only one of those categories is like the way to go. And they're, they're just missing on the fact that like, it's, it's, it, 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 it's, it's really one thing that informs you really on how it all works. I, I see it that way. It's one thing that informs you of how it all works. What does that mean? Like, because I'm a Christian, right? Like, it just, it, it gives you a proper perspective on how all of these things work. And obviously, um, there's, like, there, there's still, like, the evil and everything. There's going to be all the, 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 the ideas and the intellectual ideas I think are terrible. But it really helps you actually understand, like, even if ideas are really bad, it let it, what in my experience, uh, especially, um, I've just found that it, it I've really been able to understand why people think the way they do, you know, because a lot of people just they can't understand that, you know, the constant like, how could this person ever believe this? And I'm like, well, I could explain to you why they believe this. I mean, they're still wrong, but um, it's just it's it, it just gives you a very holistic you and, and and the world just makes sense to me now i mean but you're still looking at, at it from the view of your experience though like you're you're kind of placing that into other people which well, i don't think is a good idea but that's in the long like, term that's everybody but i also like i look at yeah right, but it's not a good tenet that we have as human no beings. it's like a I natural instinct at, we should try to repress no <laughs> but it's not just me going off of like my feelings like it's me going off of like the traditions my dad taught me who his grandpa taught him like all this like line of, of people come from and like the the like philosophers and all that stuff and like the it's the greco-roman and the christian tradition of the west like that's really the lens that i'm looking it through it's not just like my personal experience that's part of it but it's not all of it well i mean like things are what they are outside of like what you get out of it yeah, things are what they are, but I mean, two things can exist in the same realm completely differently. Like that's what I'm saying. That there's a lot more factors than just. That's what I'm like, saying. Like you're putting your your personal, not your experience, but I guess your your viewpoints of how you saw other people do it successfully, and blanking to that, blanketing like, that to everything around you, or like saying like this is the way that everyone just should be. Even though I mean, I'm of the opinion where it's like even if it's a bad idea and it works out, fine. I just don't like how people hold on to bad ideas doing the same thing over and over again and then yeah but a bad idea it doesn't work out i mean 
if I, a, I mean, if, I if, it, if an idea is bad, like on principle, like that, the fruits of that bad idea are always going to be bad. That's yeah, why, but like, there's always a silver lining. There's always good things that come out of something bad every time. Well, yeah, like, that, it's that's just, that's what I'm saying. There's too many variables. Like you never. I also depends on what you're talking. Well, we're being vague because you can't think of specific examples, but case by case. That's great, but like it's still never a substitute for whatever the good thing was. Um, it's just well, tra- it's tra- I, it's trade offs. Like it's like with all these things we get with the internet, right? Like I can communicate with my Portuguese teacher in in Brazil, right? But then we lose all these other things with the internet. Like we lose our social order and all. It's 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 just trade offs with the good and bad. No, things. I agree. Everything everything you have to choose your choose what trade-offs are going to be the best outcome for you and the least amount of damage but it's hard to argue vaguely like this because i guess it literally just depends on what the actual issue is Mm. (laughs) but i more mean like i guess my biggest gripe is the people that do the same bad ideas over and over again expecting different results which obviously everyone always says that but it's true everyone kind of lives that way i mean it's hard to break cycles man like i i still have bad habits that i know are bad but i still do them anyway it's just hard to break but right. well, I just have better ideas that kind of take over the bad ones. So it doesn't really fuck my life up too much. Oh yeah. That's why <laughs> like with all these ideas and stuff, that's why like, I don't go off of like these new ideas that we think of. Like I just, I, I stick to wisdom because wisdom is solutions to these things. But that is tentative. Like you have to listen to new ideas because some of them might work. Well, why? If, if it works, then, like, why? Well, why do you if, if 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 you already have the concrete solution like why do you need to hear something else because it might not work every single time or you might gain a newer perspective and have your shit work out even better like i mean just like i said like, it just depends you, on what it is how do you know that you don't know until you try it's trial and error is how but then if you don't know the great like, achievements why are ever you... made it's a bunch of failures and one success no but if and you... then you learn how to not to not do a certain thing but if you don't know then way. like why are you asserting this as like the way what do you mean if i don't know I'm saying like every every ounce of success and achievement and innovation has always been started by a bunch of failure and a bunch of bad ideas, but then you learn what not to do. Learning what not to do is always as important as learning what to do. Yeah, but like achievement of what? Whatever your is, if you're inventing something or if you need a better way to think about um, a better way to process, you know, emotions and life around you. Or better way to make decisions like it, you literally can transpose it into every aspect of life it yeah, doesn't but, matter what it is but like i don't care about that i just care about getting closer to christ and there's concrete ways from like the early church fathers and the saints of like how to do that that's yeah, like what i'm saying with is... you getting closer to christ you still have to function and live in modern society so you might as well do it easier Sure, but like the the saints have even like foretold, and like the the early church fathers have like they they've literally predicted like all the shit that's happened in our modern society. Yeah, but the salute there's no solution to it. Yet. It's just well, there is like, a solution. All they predicted it. All it, it, it all it is is to just it, it's just stay with Christ. That's it. Because there's at the end of the day, all like I like I said earlier in this podcast, all this shit is temporary, and the only th- the only thing that you know is that God has the last word. I mean, it's just to keep the commandments, receive the sacraments, trust in the Lord. It's really that simple. Yeah, but everyone has a different idea of what that means in their own trial I mean, and error. They say, what well, keeps me closer? To, like, it's not cut and dry like you're putting it. 
Like I've heard people say that, but then they always go into more depth about what that actually means. And it's different every single time. And like I said, it's trial and error. Whatever works, works. All the, the good ideas stay and the bad ones don't. You learn from them. So whatever keeps you closer to Christ, then you keep And What doesn't, doesn't. It's still the same premise is what I'm trying to say. But those three things are concrete. Yeah, but to achieve them is not concrete. It's easy to just say you have to do it. It's another thing to find different ways to make you achieve it. Right, but these people have achieved that. Yeah, but you're not going to be this. You're not going to achieve it the same way they did. But they all got to Christ, so we would. Yeah, through different. What I'm saying is through different means and through different trials and errors and different ways of thinking. Like, you it's don't through just the wake same up means. Day. Like it's it's all to Christ because the the saints are they're dead technically, but they live through Christ. Like it, that's that's the point of our existence is for all of us to come to Christ. Yeah, but is there one way to do that? Well, yeah, it's just it, it, it's just keep his commandments, receive the sacraments, try, have like have faith in him. Again, it's just it's those things that are just easier to say. Like you still have to do different things to do that. But like what like what question would you have? What do you mean? What question would I have? Of like how how's that like complicated? Because you have to deal with everyday life, so there's going to be temptations that. And, you know sway you away from that so you have to find things that work and the things that don't work to keep you closer to christ i guess so it's not just it's like it's like saying i'm going to what's a good example well, I'm, not like, gonna, I'm not good with examples is why i'm <laughs> well, it's like no. saying like i'm gonna make something but then you're like there's only one way to make this thing and then you don't have any other sort of <laughs> it's like no i'm not gonna listen to any other thing I'm not. I'm gonna stop explaining. I'm not. I'm not gonna explain you shit. I'm so scattered tonight. My point is that <laughs> there's just not one way to skin a cat, and I hate to end it on that. But like, I'm really just. I'm struggling right now for some reason. No, Fuck. But, but what I'm telling you is like this whole like, oh, pluralism, like it that it's it's not true. That's all bullshit. What is? Like this idea of like the we just need to like listen to like different ideas, but like no, you don't. It's really like it's it's just tradition and scripture and like wisdom. I bring up these things all the time because it always wins every single time. It's one of the past and it will still win now. All these new solutions they they never work and and like we have new problems. We can't solve new problems with old solutions. Yes, you can. How can you I mean, not do that? Because the problems weren't conceived before, so you don't have solutions to them. So you have to find new ways to solve them. What do you mean? Like, what you are can't you, perceive like, what a problem until you, so you know what the fucking problem specifically? is. Give me an example. Like, like the same thing with like, I'll, I'll bring this up with like the gun thing. So it's like no one, they couldn't have predicted that guns would be this sophisticated in the modern age. That's why everyone goes back and forth and fights about it, right? So it's like, there is no simple solution. You just have to keep trying shit to see that works. Obviously, banning them didn't work. Obviously, letting people be unregulated and have military-grade weapons doesn't fucking work. Like, you have to find some sort of creative solution. And obviously, no one's found that yet because, you know, obviously, and again, there's mental problems that coincide with the gun problems too. And everyone's fucking narcissist and believe that they're superior and that's why they feel the need to kill. But again, it's just like there's new problems that take place. No one could have predicted, like, I mean, obviously, people predicted, like, the pandemic. So it's like, 
was a solution for half of these churches to fucking stay open during COVID, right? A lot of them shut down. Same thing with restaurants. So it's like when new problems arise, you have to come up with creative new solutions. Yeah, but like you're just applying these to like earthly material matters. I'm talking about because we live on earth and we have to deal with these fucking matters that the, the matters get away get in the way of your spirituality so you have to navigate that no but there's like there's more than just the material world there's the spiritual world and like that's how you find christ and that's how you're saved like that's like yeah, that's what i always bring material it back world to stands in the way of that though you have to no fucking, it that's doesn't my point. You have to navigate that's around not, it that's not that's like a buddhist pipe dream that's that's gnosticism that's bullshit the idea that the that material but the material world is not an evil that's a gnostic idea i'm not saying it's an evil i'm saying there's material problems that you have never would have thought of until they get invented then you have to find a way around them i'm not saying the entire material world is evil that's not my point i'm saying you have material problems that get away maybe through spirituality that you need to solve and one of them like i said before as an example was the overstimulation with our technology and social media like that's a hard hurdle to get over that severely stands in the way not even your you know if you're spiritual of your spiritual but your mental space yeah like but there's a bunch of new problems that no one could have fucking predicted that we have to deal with and you have to find creative solutions to get around it when you're stuck in it that's my point yeah but and i understand but like i i keep trying to explain is that like it's just material things you're talking about and it's like no regard to anything spiritual no that's not what I'm, my point is that like they still stand in the way like it's a material problem that stands in the way of your spirituality that you need to solve it's, it's not, not because it's material it's not it the doesn't ultimate mean that... point if you if you like starved to death did you have a material problem yes but then in, in that in, in that time you might have gotten closer to god and then you see Wait, so if you have a material problem of not being able to obtain food and then you starve to death, but in that process you become closer to God, starve to death. So the, the fact that it matters is that when you die, you have now are in heaven or the fact that you would never have gotten to heaven if you wouldn't have gotten closer to death, closer to God from starving yourself. Well, like, you don't have to get closer to God per se by starving yourself, but I'm just, the, you did get it right about heaven because that's, that's the whole point is that Cause like that's, but that, that's what that's I'm saying. Do you need to st- why do you need to starve yourself to do that? No, I didn't say you did. I was just using an example of how like people that go through these like material plights, they they end up actually like growing spiritually from it. I mean, yeah, you you learn from hardship. But if you keep doing the, if you keep doing the, whatever you're doing to not get food and you die, like you probably could have gotten closer to God while you're alive and not found a way to you know starve yourself. That's my yeah, point. Yeah, to... I agree with you. Like, I, I was just using an example of of just how suffering can can bring out like goodness and stuff. Yeah, like that. temporarily, but not like consistently throughout your time. That's what I'm saying. Like, you'd have to find solutions to your problems. Obviously, they're not going to be fixed all the time, and you're going to suffer, you know, for a short amount of time if you do play your cards right. But that's what I'm saying. Is like the material world gets in your way. You're going to suffer. And then in that, the silver lining, like I said, there's always good things that come out of bad things. So the silver lining is that you gain more strength and fortitude or whatever the fucking buzzword, right? But you still found a problem to your solution. If you just kept spiraling down and found those solutions, you'll starve to death or you'll fucking lose all your money or you'll just lose your sanity. As opposed yeah. to just suffering temporarily and then getting over it with a better idea. 
and then boom, then you can be, you can still become closer to God in your quest to become a better person or a higher elevated being. You don't have to fucking struggle your whole life to prove a point. No, but that's not like that's none of the point that I'm making. Like you're missing point is this that like spiritual needs are more important than material needs. Like material needs certainly are important, right? Like you need to take care of your body and all that stuff. But you it's can't hard do to it. meet your spiritual needs if you can't meet your physical needs. It's like you have to take mm, care of yourself no, before no. you can fucking grow. That's, that's not true. But so like, you're just gonna suffer forever, and then you're spiritually sound. Like I don't understand. What are you saying? Well, yeah, you see all those like monks in like the woods that like don't eat for like God knows how long. They're like the happiest people on the planet. It's because they've trained themselves to do that, and they have no other responsibilities besides that. We're, that can't. I can't just go in the woods for a month to clear my fucking mind in this modern day Western life. That's my point. I, no, I don't have the, the means to do that. But you're like you're still looking at it as just like a way to like achieve some sort of like like state of mind on this earth. Like it, it's it's about it is. That's the whole. Why there's no, no other reason why they about, would do that. It's about getting to heaven too. Like it's 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 about getting to that state it's not just about how you feel on this earth that's still like if you really think about it that's still a mindset like if you have to do all these practices to get into heaven the fact that you think you're going to go to heaven based off of the stuff you do here on earth that's still a mindset you still feel like you're an elevated person because you do you've done what you need to do to obtain heaven or yeah, you have to continuously do it like, i don't know people that that's, live no. those kind of lives 99.99 whatever out of a hundred times are like more fulfilled and happy and lived a 10 billion times better life than people who lived otherwise. I mean, I agree because they have that, that discipline, but I'm saying is like, you still can accept new ideas and like still achieve that. You don't have to like be stuck with traditional views to achieve that. You can like follow the traditional patterns and paths. But like I said, when new problems arise, sometimes like your traditional ways can't explain it. So you have to find creative solutions to fucking maintain your happiness. I know that the more happier my point is you have to adapt to modern life. Yeah. But like the traditional the way. views can like always explain it and it can always provide some sort of, because that's what it is. Traditions and answer. It's not just like an arbitrary set of rules or conventions. If that were the case, of course that could change whenever. Like, who cares? But like, it provide like tradition provides you with solid answers to because it's not just about like that's the difference between like wisdom and knowledge. Knowledge is just two plus two equals four, but it's like wisdom is like you know like Confucius, Aristotle, pe- people that that like you see, like you know like they, they actually cultivate you to be a more virtuous person. And, and yeah, but like none that. of those guys were traditional. Most of those guys, yes, like, they were. questioned the status quo. No, they were not. They were no, against dude. the status quo, and they had like they they were the ones that were thinking about new ways to achieve consciousness and new ideas, and no, basically the opposite of what the governments not, were at that time. Tradition they were very is anti-traditionist. Not, no, tradition. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Tradition is not the old ways, quote unquote. That's like a modernist bullshit idea. It's tradition it's, is literally the shit that people did before you that passed it down to you and now you have to do it that's literally right and how did it get to that point how did it get to that point because it works it fucking worked like the the greco-roman christian tradition works i have to i mean and if you don't have that there's like no consistency at all i i mean i i don't like i've i've known millions of different people from walks of life and like 
a lot of them are fine. Like they, their shit works. Like they don't have to follow on tradition to just like be fine and not struggle. Like they have material success. They don't have mental problems. Like they're fine. Like that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's not the end all be all. No, it but, just isn't. But then, I mean, you just said like the, the, the material problems gets in the way of the spiritual problem. Cause like that affects yeah. your spiritual life too. So how does that not apply in that situation? everything my point is that like you like, don't have this to is solve like, everything traditionally one way you can find new that's my problem or my point you can find new creative solutions to solve problems you don't have to fucking rely on tradition every single time yes you do because that's how we've been able to maintain our species that's why we haven't gone extinct we are going extinct very fucking soon regardless of tradition or not how? it doesn't matter because the because the world doesn't run on that way the world runs on money that's what the what? world runs what on. So are you, you have to fucking. About? What, what are you what talking you mean, about? What am I talking about? How does that mean that like tradition doesn't sustain our species because money runs everything? What is that supposed to mean? Because it doesn't matter how many people are traditional. It's the fact that like th- there's so many ways that for you to get fucked over. Like tradition is not going to save you. You yes, have to fucking is. be vigilant. You no, it's not. Yes, it no. You cannot Jason. tell me that tradition is going to save you when we have a fucking nuclear war or when our economy crashes. Yes, Traditionalism it is. is not going to because save you. Because we have all that shit, all that nuclear shit because we rejected tradition. How do you not see that like My point the, the is that Holocaust, you have to deal with that. My point is like Ukrainian genocide happens for people who don't believe in God, who hate traditional values, who just reject all of these things, their forefathers, all of these gifts, these fruits that these that these people have brought down to them. You can only do yeah. these atrocities under that mindset. That's never going to happen under the mindset I'm in. If you believe in God, there's a standard through which you can do things. If there's no standard, what's stopping those people from murdering 6 million Jews? What's stopping those people from murdering 6 million Ukrainians? Nothing. There's the no standard like, to be judged be, from. If there's no God, if there's no that. tradition, if there's no standard, then what is stopping them? The fact that, like, because you have to navigate the world. No, like, no one is going to, not everyone is going to, like, I, I'm not making the argument that, like, tradition is worse on, like, like, if, like, let's say, like, everyone did believe in God and everyone had traditional values, right? I don't know if the world will be in a worse or better place or not. Or if, like, let's say less atrocities happen, fine, so be it. That's never going to be ideal in this world. My point is that, like, because people are not like that, you cannot rely on tradition to fucking save you. You have to fucking be vigilant and you have to fucking always constantly be on your toes because there are people that are like that and they're going to ruin your fucking life if you're not careful. To save so it's you like from what? You can't what? rely on traditions to save you when you have people that run around with nothing. To save you to from what? In. Like I said, all these atrocities, all this shit that happens, like, like, like believing in traditions is not going to save you from that. Like I said, when the economy crashes, if like war escalates even more, like it's not going to do you any good. Like it's... you have to fucking just adapt and you have to find a new way to deal with all this shit. And I don't even know if it is dealable with like, like we might all be fucked. We I have no idea. But the fact like it's not ideal to say like everyone just needs to come to Jesus because it's just not going to happen. So you have to fucking remain vigilant. It doesn't matter if the because of course that's not of course there's always going to be bad people. Yeah, but it's more and more. It's like it's to the point where it's like it's not even a contest. Well, yeah, Majority of because life it's less is, tradition over time. That's the thing. The reason the world has gotten more fucked up from like 
18 whatever until now is because of these awful modernist principles. No, I believe I agree with you, but my my point but is like you now have that, that all is of the these case, same tradition's views. not going to save it. You have all these same views. Like how do you not see that it's like the same shit? Because it's differentiated. I don't like feel From the what? need to control shit. I don't feel the need to like like spread weird views around that everyone needs to follow. I'm of the opinion that everyone needs to just fucking stay their self and just mind their own business. It doesn't matter what you believe. And then everyone will be fine. Everyone had their own beliefs and they just coexisted together, but that's not ever going to be a reality. So that's what I'm saying. I agree that if people have more discipline and more traditional values to lean on, there probably be less atrocities, but that's not going to be the case. So you can't rely on traditional values to help save you. But say like, you have to fucking adapt to the people around you. It's like, it's like seatbelts, right? We have to fucking wear seatbelts because other people will drive drunk and fucking hit you. Like you have to, like you, you can't just like, no, but you have to do things because they have again, save you from what? From the mistakes of other people, from the bullshit of other people. Yeah. Mistakes of other people just come from the fact that like human beings are like, we're fallen and like, there's going to be bad people. And it's because they didn't yeah, follow more and whatever, more. whatever the tradition worse. is. It's more and more of them. Like it, it doesn't like, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, it's just cause more and more people that reject God and hate tradition and all these things. My point is that's not going to change. Like there's never going to be a point where that turns around. Well, there's no, it's never going to be perfect, but like we can definitely look at perfect. It's, 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 it's declining. Like it's, that's, that's no longer a dominating force in this world. So like, it's just going to get worse. So if you don't find creative solutions to fucking prepare for that, you're just going to die. And just, it'll be faded into obsolescence because there's no way to adapt. So you, if you're stuck in tradition, you're going to be just as bad as the people that have no tradition because you're going to – it's like you're going to stoop to their level and then they're just going to wipe you out. No, but – Like but, that's but, you have but to fucking that's, adapt. That's the difference is like I was saying is that tradition like it always gives you an answer whereas like all of these like new ideas are all like they lack wisdom and it's all like there's no thought about – like the next step or the next thing like the after that and that and that it's all like it's never taken towards its logical conclusion whereas like wisdom as far as like all of these other like or and and, and traditions and all of these other ways you could think of how society should be structured makes the most sense because at least there's like some sort of thing that is the same and it's like all right these people were able to create this thing and this was sustained, and then these people create, and they do the same thing, and it, and it just works. So I'm not disagreeing that like traditional structures have not, you know, sustained us through the fucking thousands of years we've been a species on this planet. My point is that now that that's not the dominating, you know, narrative in the world, if you're not going to adapt to deal with the worst of society, you're going to crumble. Like adapt in like what way do you like what do you, like what way are you talking about? Find like finding better solutions, finding better ways to be sustainable, having to deal with more nonsense. Like you, like, but if, like what? If like a, a, a better around you, like if the better dominating, solution, like, said, like what does that mean? Like, it's just, for me, the solution is to just pray. Cause that's it. Like I can't, there's, there's really very little I could do to materially change people's conditions, but I know I can spiritually help by praying. And that's what, like, that's been consistent for, like all the 6,000 years of recorded history. I mean, you look, just look at it. It's, just, it's obviously not doing anything. So like a pe- that's why most most Christians that I talk to think like we're definitely in the end times. Like 
I don't coming think back that, and we're all dying. I there huh? no that that's like the incorrect like that that's a very evangelical view. Like I don't think we're in the end times. We're just in a lull. People thought we were in the end times in like the French Revolution in like the World War Two. Like it's just I, I, we're not at the end times. Like I don't like. I feel like every generation thinks they're in the end times. Exactly. That's just, just fear mongering. Like, but also no. Christianity's been declining for I don't know how many years. Like I don't think there's going to be a yeah, bounce back. I, I think it's I just going to be care. until it fades. I really don't care. Like I will go to mass and receive the Eucharist until the day I die. I don't care if I'm the only one in church. And the prayers. I mean, like I said, the until prayers, there's no church to go to is my point. The prayers, like, they yes, they they do help. <laughs> How do they not help? Because it's continuously to decline. Like I said, until people stop going, there's no money, then the whole system just fucking crumbles. Like, that's what I'm saying. If you're not going to adapt to try to get more people in, then it's just going to die. It's No one's going to care, and then it's just going to continue to develop into chaos, right? Yeah, so, but you're just, like, talking... If you're the last person to fucking pray, then eventually it's just there's going to be no money left, and then it's just going to be shut down, and then there's going to be no, you know, no congregating. No, but, like again like it's just you're talking about like how it doesn't change like physical like the natural world sure but like you don't know like because if you pray or if you tell god like hey like please like help this person or you know like if if a person died and you like please pray that they go to heaven like that that's really what matters because that's the ultimate goal i mean just like i i understand that like if i pray to god that like whatever atrocity doesn't happen like that's like like that that's not the same thing as because like obviously that's probably not going to happen if 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 if, if you know that like a person is in some shitty situation there's nothing really you do about it there's no like there's there's never going to be some sort of like oh shit you know it just like a movie scene where it just like works out right um but it's like it's getting to heaven and like being with Christ is the ultimate goal. So if nothing you do really matters on earth and the whole point is like, you get something that like you wouldn't really care about anything that no, like nothing it, would matter it, on this planet. No, it does. But it's just like, the problem is when people get only fixated on what happens on the earth, what happens yeah, on the earth is good either. Yeah. What happens on the earth does matter, but also like all these tragedies and everything, like they're just the, like, the, the reason that like people always ask well why doesn't god intervene it's like well it's because it's our fault it's we're fault i don't care if god intervenes or not we can make our own mistakes like it's fine my point is just like obviously like you know, how many people are praying for all these atrocities happening in ukraine and israel and palestine and all these shootings right blah 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 all this bullshit like it's obviously getting worse like something's not working whether it's material or spiritual, it's clearly not working. The world's getting worse. Shit's getting more expensive. Like, we're not going in a better direction. Yeah, but wouldn't you think that, like, if it's not working and it's because, like, no one's Christian anymore, wouldn't like, wouldn't that be the problem? It could be. But the problem is that it's not realistic. Like, you can't make everyone... You can't make more people be Christian these days. It's just not a possibility, no matter how much you pray. So, it's unrealistic to think that, like, yeah, you could say that all day, like, oh, the world would be better for this hypothetical scenario but the fact that like it's just not realistic so i mean that's fair but like i will continue to pray like i I have a whole list of people who have fallen away from the church that i pray every day will come back i mean yeah you can do that but the problem is like that's what i'm saying it's just life is just not getting better like we're we're going backwards 
until we destroy ourselves. <laughs> like it, there's no solutions. So that's why I'm saying you have to adapt to have your best life possible because everywhere you look, everything's trying to fuck you, whether it's the food you eat, whether it's the stuff that they tell you to believe, whether it's the stuff you feel like you have to buy to feel better about yourself. Like every aspect of our modern life is designed to make us complicit and more miserable just so we can barely work and consume. Right. So, but like whatever happens, like I'm never going to stop praying and, and worshiping. No, you don't God. have to stop praying because that is not designed. That's like all that's the solution. It's just, you can still pray and still adapt to life and adapt to problems. Like you don't have to just, it's not one or the other. That's my point is like, you don't have to rely on tradition. You can still do all that shit, but you still have to adapt to yourself. But like to just like, like I remember you saying like, just to, to like save yourself, like you can still save yourself from, cause like the, the, these traditional values and like, you can just look up writings from like the ancient world that they provide a great way to, like not necessarily like like let's say you're going through some shitty thing or then you you read some some cicero and then you you know you find peace in all of it you know like tool said like find peace within the emptiness or something like that well, i don't think there's any emptiness but you see what i'm saying yeah i mean believe me i'm, I'm all for looking at I, I love studying ancient civilizations i'm all for looking for advice from our past mistakes that's the whole point of why we learned history my point is that like there's just new problems that history couldn't predict. So you just have to fucking navigate it. That's all. You just have to find new solutions to things because there's there's never a shortage of problems that are going to be thrown your way. So for your own sanity, you have to fucking adapt and get over it. But like, Otherwise, you'll sink. My point is that like all these new traditions, can like you can just find something just as good, if not better, in any other sort of traditional framework. Like what? Like what's a, what's a new thing that you could do that can do better uh, traditionally? Like all this like spirituality stuff. It's like, just go to church. Like it's not hard. Like these people, try, mean, like, like these like people what try, practice, like these people that get so fixated on, remember we were joking about the, the whole like morning routine and all this stuff and like being in the perfect state of yeah. mind. It's like, just you just go to church and 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 like pray like you're it, like the people did back in the day and that's a bunch better so like because that brings everyone together because people can only think about it in terms of like how they feel and it's just about like their own like thing and it's like but no regard to like what other people think or feel you know it's no community yeah i i've always been and this is the the one thing i will admit has gotten a little bit easier for me back when i was when I was younger, I always thought there was nothing to learn from people. Like I, I had that like pretentious guys, right? So it's like if I had to deal with people that I thought were insufferable, the, um, but just from my experiences and like I said, there's a silver lining with everything. There's always something to be learned from every experience or anyone that you talk to, whether you agree with them or you disagree with them. So I think getting over the hurdle of, and that's why I don't, and this is my, cause like I don't have a problem with traditional views in terms of, cause like some of them can be like pretty constructive and have good disciplines in them. I don't like them for the arrogance of like the people that believe that that's the only way to solve problems. And that's the only way that you should believe things is through traditional lens. And it discounts the experiences of other people that have gotten to the same conclusion from a different way. That's really my biggest problem with it. I'm not really arguing against traditional values in terms of their effectiveness. I just like, I don't like when people discount other ways to achieve um, 
achieve that. But like, what would people? What is it? But like, what do you mean achieve? The what? Like just sanity, or just like elevated consciousness, or mental and um, mental, spiritual, and physical success. Like what? Whatever, whatever you, whatever problem you need to be solved, you have solved. The, the different ways that you have to solve that problem. So it doesn't, it doesn't, I'm, I'm really basing it on every single aspect of life. Like whatever your problems are, there's different ways to solve them. Yeah. And they might come from the same root, but there still is different ways. No, I, I agree with you in that sense of just like living a better moral life, I guess, you know, cause like, just cause like I'm a Christian, I'm from the West doesn't mean I can't look to the writings of Confucius or something like that. Right. But, um, yeah, you can take everything. Right, and but apply it to your life. That's my point. But some are better than others, right? But like, do you under like? Well, it depends. Do you see the point I was making about how those things can never be at the expense of the ultimate goal, which is heaven, like your salvation? Like, can you see what I'm saying? I mean, yes. Yeah, if like, if you're living under that guise, then yeah, like there's only a handful of ways to do that, but. Like I said, the fact that you still have to deal with things on this planet, like you don't have to be miserable the entire time you're here. To, and then also to just, I feel like you can achieve heaven and still be better on this planet. You know what I mean? I, I don't feel like you one has to be one or the other. Well, yeah, you like don't you have to, do like I was explaining, you don't have to like live some like horrible, sad, like tragic life to, to go to heaven. It's just because um, like I, I always talk about how sure like i feel like i have found that sanity that peace that equilibrium in the 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 catholic tradition right um but a lot of that comes from the i like just the, the the knowledge of like things have eternal consequences and i'm either going to spend eternity right in eternal bliss with god or commit blasphemy of the holy spirit and go to hell by my own accord because we have like the we have like the like every civilization has the higher purposes that they like all know they're called to right especially the the theistic philosophers believe this like aristotle and 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 plato and socrates they all realize that like humans are made for more than just like temporal earthly matters you know like the, the cosmos that's how the greek on the greeks understood it and like uh, marcus aurelius you know in the roman tradition um but it's just like yeah oh, sorry so what are you... i was gonna say honestly i if if i had it my way i would not even want to worry about i wish i could worry about nothing on this planet i wish i didn't have to worry about money having about worry about my purposes here like i wish i could just continuously think beyond you know, while also living in the moment so it's like i hope like like obviously like i'm i'm hopeful that this isn't the last you know adventure is on this planet i hope there's more out there but i i wish i didn't have to deal with any of it my fact my point is like the fact that i do and the fact that like i don't want it to make me drown because i have to deal with the problems and the mistakes of other people before me and also currently living in this timeline with us so that's why i choose to reject a lot of it because i feel like a lot of it's good advice but it's just not applicable so i have to find things that are just applicable to my life and if i have this overwhelming feeling that i had to live my life so i could get into heaven 
because like I, I remember I used to feel that way and honestly from my perspective and this is just me I was just anxious all the time like I was always second guessing everything I was doing I was more timid I didn't have a good grasp of how to live life because I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing and again that's that doesn't really mean anything is that's but it is what I felt so again like I, I don't think I need to look to a, a greater purpose to live my life better on earth even though I wish I didn't have to deal with anything earthly I wish I could just have nothing and be happy I honestly would just rather be left alone to my thoughts and just try to elevate myself that way and really explore myself yeah. I wish I didn't have I to mean, deal with, with the heaven this. thing like I mean, like you were just thinking about that the wrong way. Like you're not supposed to be scared about it. No, I know, and that's what what I'm saying is that like the fact that I was thinking about like what I was constantly thinking about what was gonna happen after I died, right? And that was just because of the way I was raised, and that was I, I I never had that fear like implanted into my head from other people. Like no one told me specifically. Like no one made it harsh like that. But it was just the fact of. Like I, I didn't feel like I was living my life under that guise or that it would like when I, like I was scared, like if I died right now, like I didn't do enough to get into heaven and that's neither here nor there. Like I said, that's all a personal thing, but the fact that like, it was just not helpful for my life because I just couldn't get out of that loop. And even if I thought about it the right way, it's just the fact of constantly having to think about that in the back of my mind. I like think, it just like, would be kind of productive for me. Once like you still operate with the same understanding, right. Of heaven and hell, but then you kind of come to grips with it. I just think that's when like you, like it, you do, you, you enter this kind of like, I just feel so at peace knowing that, right. Like I said, like God has the last word after every atrocity that happens. I know that he is justice, right? Like God is love. And he's also justice, right? Um, but but also I know that like every sort of problem, every, every sort of material problem I've I've had or I've worried about here, I've just taken it to its conclusion where it's like I was just so stressed about this thing coming up at work, and it's like ah, oh, like what what if I lose this job? And it's just like okay, and and then and then and then and then and then like I realized so many of these things. And I realized at the at the end of the the door. Like it, it, it's it's open and and Jesus is there, like he's never left. Um, and it's just the like state of mind you you achieve. It's it it, it it's like the true, not like the, the like the stoner like when they're like yeah I achieved like Nirvana. It's it, it's like the actual like, like uh, like you, you just feel like, like like it's it's incredible. I don't know how else I could describe it. It's just this incredible peace. I mean, such this. I, I, I'm so happy. I feel so grateful. I feel like I enjoy everything I do. Like I don't get bored anymore. I don't just have these lulls because I. I just. I. I know that Jesus Christ loves me, right? And He created me, and He created all of us, and He loves all of us, right? And I know that if I follow his commandments i receive his sacraments right i know him i love him i trust in him then like everything's gonna be fine there's there's nothing to worry about you know and if someone had if someone shoots me tomorrow i would have lived a great life you know and i would have been very satisfied with the life i lived yeah and i, and I don't think those are bad ways of thinking at all i think like i said for you it's productive 
and it helps you like i said if it helps you get that inner peace then it truly is productive um because that's that's and when i was naming those examples like i wasn't naming you specifically because there are people that just cannot handle either reality of having no god or a god in their life some people just can't handle it from either opposites but they they feel the same way but but you're an example of what i'm saying so it's like to me that's a new solution to find peace right you can still take traditions but like you just apply it to your own life and you can your your idea of that is probably different from other people that have traditional views too and their way is different to achieve that sort of inner peace so that's more of what i mean so but i mean honestly because it sounds like oh, i'm really? not the best gander right now because i feel like i'm losing my fucking oh, mind I'm, I'm just in this weird state of energy right now but but no i'm glad you actually found something that you truly like can relax and like you can just enjoy the present because that's really the most important because that's what i meant like before and i was saying you know life will fucking get to you at every angle so you have to adapt and you have to find right. your own and, sort of sanity that's and like, like what i've I mean. said i i understand what you're saying um but i i was uh, like bringing into the point that I just made, it's that like I arrive at these conclusions through like the the like the teachings of Jesus, right? Quotes I hear about the saints and their recommendations about prayer and and how how like you should live your life and all these things, and because that's a big thing about the saints, right? Is that like they answer the age old question of like what would Jesus do, right? Because Jesus obviously wasn't alive in the time of like ar-15s or nazis or anything like that right so that's why like it's it, it's it's nice to have someone who communicated his message in like the 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 specific context right um and it just like um remember i told you about like maximilian colby or or like all these other people that like got uh killed in like the the world war ii conflicts and all this stuff like they, they provided great solutions about because, I mean, they lived in a similar time of, like, angst and stuff like that. Or or Padre Pio, he famously said, pray, hope, and don't worry. Um, and then there was there was the other saying. I, I pulled from him about how he says, after all of these things that happened on the earth. I forgot, I forgot what he, I think it's St. Pisios. He's like a uh, Greek Orthodox saint. He said, after all of these things that happened, I know that God will have the last word. Or something along those lines, right? So that, that's why, like any of these things like he it it it's it, it's it falls in line with that kind of stoic uh greco-roman tradition where it's like you just can't certain things like you're just they're out of your control and it's easy to think oh well that's like that's cowardly and it's like well no not really because if you just keep on that line of trying to change things and constantly trying to change things and like you're never satisfied like you just kind of have to it, it it's, it's like learning to to get wet in the rain and stuff like that um, I'm sure you've heard that phrase, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, you got to roll with the punches. You really do. I mean, I, you know what's funny? As I was just thinking about that guy when you brought Who? him up. But he, you, you said he, he survived, right? Well, he survived the, the priest after, that like, got shot up to 12 shots or something, but then he died. Hmm. I don't know why I thought you said he survived. Um, who who was I? Weren't you saying like somebody that they they went to the the Vatican? Oh yeah, because he's the guy the who they, was the Nazis were like, gonna kill, but then yeah, he, he the priest was like, no, I'll take his place and so he, he can live. Okay, and I uh, know, like, I can't imagine dude, if you see the the video of him have. with the Pope at the Vatican and he just gives him like the biggest hug, it's it's like, and he's like, 
for he's like bawling it's so like heart heart wrenching and like heart moving too like you just feel like how like th- like this guy like because i don't even know if he was if he was originally catholic but he just saw like that 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 image of christ and he, that that love you know um it was so like that must have been so <laughs> yeah like you're saying the guilt like just like man this guy he just he did this for me you know it's like what did i do for him <laughs> <laughs> You always think about in a scenario like that, like what is yeah, it in the I right mean, way to do? If, like if, what, like if this guy is going up, I would, and you can, you can, pull me to that. I mean, God, I'll pray that I'm. I, I don't want to be in that situation, right? Right, but per, per, preferably not, right? <laughs> I preferably just want to yeah, die well, old age in my sleep, right? But if that is to come, so be, you know. I guess it like because like if you're really kind of tying into what we were saying before so like if you're like you know and when I was thinking about the priest when you brought mm. him I literally was about to actually bring it up before you said something I was thinking about like the mindset that you'd have to have to do that so it's like was it like you just really felt like you had to step in for your fellow man or is it because like you already had the mindset of you were ready for heaven and so this is just your final act to get in here because nothing on this planet really matters. So you're just preparing yourself to get into heaven, right? So that was just time. And that was just the last good thing you could do to get yourself into heaven. Or if you don't have that understanding and you just did it to just help your fellow man because you, you know, I mean, it was just your... I, I see what you're saying. Dude, my fucking the... God. <laughs> like it's, right. It's, uh, was... Well, we might have to wind this I mean, down pretty soon. I mean, St. Maximilian did it because it's the greatest act of love. Uh, like, Jesus said himself, like, um, what was the, the, the quote? It was, um, he hath no greater love than to lay his life down for his friends. Because that's what Jesus did, right? Like, he laid his life down for us. And then anyone who, like, who does that in return, like, they're they're mirroring that same image. I mean, to me, it's the ultimate sacrifice, and I feel like you—you you, the only way to make that sacrifice is if you'd have the understanding that you're ready for heaven, right? Or it's like you'll, like you said, if you die tomorrow, you'll know that you'll have a good life, and you know that you're gonna, you know, make it to the pearly gates, right? I feel like if you didn't have that understanding, really, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't think that yourself. like that felt honorable, because like if you're in a like concentration that. camp, probably gonna die anyway soon, so it's like mm-hmm. may as well like do it honorably, I guess. And you could feel like that, that guy, I'm sure that guy I, I must guess, have felt a bunch of relief when, I don't know. When it's, the, the, like the, when, when the priest just asked for, to, like, you know what I'm saying. I'm sure relief is, I mean, but again, if you feel like you're going to die anyway, it might be just felt like it's a useless cause. Like, what was the point of just dying sooner if you think that the guy's going to get killed shortly after well, you? Right. Like, who's to say the Nazi women, like, shot both of them? Because, like, oh, you want to take his place? Boom, boom. Like, they, you, you couldn't predict that kind of shit. So that's what I'm saying, like, the mindset that you'd have to have. Like, you're just ready for heaven. And this is just yeah. your last good deed before you go kind of thing, I mean, right? 
But other than that, I don't see. I mean, the yeah, that, that that's true. Like, like he could have thought, well, anyway. Yeah, I know. Well, because because that's the thing, like you said. But he survived. He could, like say Maximilian could have thought, like, well, he he was he's probably gonna die anyways. May as well just die now. But it's like, in, in spite of all that, in spite of like analyzing all the options, he just decided, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna die for this man just in the same way that Christ died for us. Like, regardless of what happens to him afterwards, you know? Because, like, the apostles, right? Like, after Jesus died for them to, 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 to save them, when all of us, right? All, like, 11 of the 12 apostles were martyred, right? In brutal ways, I must add. They were... <laughs> it was really, really awful what happened to them. But he knew, like... Oh, sorry. I guess it really... It, but he knew that, like, he was like... conferring... Like, he yeah. was showing that image of christ to someone else and any like he he was evangelizing he like you know because I, I was explaining to you there's different ways of evangelizing it's not just going to the street and reading people bible verses but it's also like doing what jesus did like you said with the with the char charity and the the work camps and all that stuff that shows people a lot you know and if you see and if you see that he he probably was like not only am i going to heaven but I'm bringing this other person to Christ and all these other people, these Nazis will see it. Maybe they, they'll change, you know? It changes everybody because Christ changes everybody. He really is yeah. the force that civilizes this world, you know? What's crazy to me is that, like, martyrdom has always been a heavy... I mean, obviously, it's the, it's the whole point of every... Except like, I think Hinduism because like the reincarnation. Them, it's crazy that it like doesn't, you know, like I wouldn't they like not really care about martyrdom because they don't try to convert people. Really, it's just like about. Well, I know that like Buddhism and Hinduism, I don't really know much. They're like relativistic religions, and like so they don't try to, like they're not Christ. They're not like Christianity and Islam where they 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 have like conquests and everything because they want to convert people right because they believe in like objective truth whereas like buddhism and hinduism they reject the notion of objective truth because like what buddha said like there is no truth there's only perception right so they don't try to really convert people to their religion it's like if you do great but if you don't like you're still you're still ultimately part of because you know they like buddhists say that like jesus is still part of like buddhism and all that you know like they accept like that they're a very like um like pantheistic kind of way of thinking of the world i think it's because it requires a lot of focus lsd <laughs> even more discipline to achieve like to truly achieve the tenets of buddhism so it's like you can't really just convert people like it's like people have to come and like find that in their heart to do it and work to it that's that's why i think it's just a fundamental yeah. difference in, um, the, in the tenets um but there is something you said about it because you you look at conflicts like, right like wherever conflicts have buddhists been in yeah because like wherever buddhism is in the like, world they're yeah. not really like they don't have a say in government i mean depending on the country but generally speaking they don't have the same level of of say in government in the way that a christian or islamic system does where those are like well now it's different in the christian situation but 
traditionally speaking, it was intertwined, right? And in Islam, like it, it's also intertwined. But in Buddhism, it's just I know that in, in like Thailand they have more of a say, but in most countries they they just kind of they're like the Jedi, right? Where like they don't really govern; they're just kind of like spiritual aid, I guess. I mean, who's to say that that's not a better way to live? Yeah, Buddhism is the know? most, it's the most that's, comparable that's kind of point. Eastern religion to Christianity. I wish I knew more about um, it. I, yeah, because, I mean, I mean but... if you do, you have to, like, actually learn about, like, what, like, actual Buddhists think, not, like, the hippies and stuff like that. Yeah, I told you yeah, that I saw the, the a religions yeah, tier list, and then in like so it was like five. I forgot like how many tiers there was, but like way down, like separated from all the other ones, and like a like a Z tier or something like that was Buddhism as practiced by white people. Was like the the absolute worst religion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I think this is a good place to stop. It's uh, midnight. Yeah. I apologize for raising my voice. That wasn't really necessary. (laughs) I don't care. You can raise, you can scream me. I was just, I was just fucking deteriorating, man. I, well, dude, I I think this is a banger episode. Um, All scattered. Yeah. Like, like I said, no one wants to hear people jerk each other off. Or right, fuck so that's why I got to hear some, anything reviews. Some I got to put whatever crazy <laughs> thing in the thumbnail to, to get people to click on it. Um, <laughs> hopefully they will. I swear to God, I'm, this <laughs> is going to bite me in the ass. I'm going to get in trouble for this shit one day. I already know. Right. God. Right. You know, once you stop doxing us, Will. I already know I'm gonna fucking get in. Oh I'm fucking prepared <laughs> man <laughs> dude I swear like there's like three people on the back of my hand if they ever listen I to never this, knew like, you I never were one of them that folk. way I'm like well <laughs> <laughs> well surprise <laughs> oh surprise, surprise surprise you mean I'm not supposed to agree with everything you said huh <laughs> just to think I was stroking your Man. ego <laughs> oh, yep good night alright I'm going to bed fuck you get out of here night